another episode of Multiverse Musings, the vidcast. As always, I'm your host, Adam. Or, should be calling me by now, group thing. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> well, Stephen, or better known as Alfred. Stephen? Master Bruce. <laughs> I don't have tea today because it's so hot here. It's like red hot in the UK. Even though it's going to snow next week. So I'm having a glass of black currant juice. So. so today would be like Batman 89 and next week would be Batman Returns. Yeah. Yeah. We'll see though, you never know. In this country, the weather changes like yeah, you turn around same, and it. Same like you're, you're like expect, you just, expecting snowfall and you yeah. wait. No, 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 no. <laughs> yeah, use your range instead. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> but enough with the weather uh, talk, we haven't started that podcast yet, but uh, <laughs> podcast pending. Um, but uh, uh, this is going to be a, a full on news dump because. And? There's a, a review. lot of things. A trailer yes. review? Yeah, a mini trailer review. We're, we're going to yeah, do a watch along, but then schedules in real life didn't align. So here, here we are uh, after the fact, where we'll discuss yeah. trailer a little bit. Um, but lots of news to, to cover. Um, but first, Stephen wants to talk about something about Holly Mandela or something. I don't know what's going <laughs> on. Uh, so, the Mandela effect, which is this whole. It all started because people thought Nelson Mandela had died. He's, he's passed away now, but there's yeah. a time when people thought Nelson Mandela had died, and people were like, "No, he's not died," because he hadn't died at the time. Yeah. And what happened was, people are convinced they died, and they remember details about him dying, like and they the, remember seeing like the funeral on TV and things. So that's how it all started. The big one is the um, the wizard one, then, um, which was funny enough. It's actually kind of related in a way. The film Shazam. Not the Shazam you're thinking of. Shazam as in... So basically there was this film with... Um, I think it was for Shaquille O'Neal as this genie Kazam. called Kazam. But everyone is con- convinced... <clears throat> sorry. It was called Shazam. And it didn't start Shaquille O'Neal, it started Sinbad. And people remember details about the film, right? So people say this... So this is part of this Mandela effect thing. So... People always have these theories like, is the alternate timelines and people remembering the other timeline, you know, just as a thing. Or are people just being stupid and just kind of... Yeah. But the, the, the weird thing about Mandela Effect things is it's it's not just like, if I misremember something, it's like, there's like a group of people who misremember things. So, yeah. now on to Shazam, as in the actual Shazam with Zachary Levi, the directed movie, by yeah. David Sandberg. So people are remembering this throne scene where... It's uh, the Shazamily all sat there, and there's an empty throne, and I believe the uh, Dallas is something about whoever it is, I'm going to love him anyway, because then that's kind of the Black Adam tease. Yeah. Because yeah. there's obviously an, an extra throne. But it got cut out of the film, and David Sandberg has talked about today, like how it, they never finished the VFX on it. Uh, the music is from an other scene, but people are adamant it was in the film. Like, and I'm not just one person, loads of people, right? Yeah. One that's arguing with me on Twitter right now saying it was, I remember it. And I'm like, no, it wasn't because the director said it wasn't in the film. I The first time I saw it was on the Blu-ray because I yeah. remember on the Blu-ray there were like seven different endings or something. Um, so do you remember it being in the film or do you remember it being as an extra? On no, the... no, I, I watched it on the special features. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I do think they released it online quickly after the film. Do you remember when... BVS came out and they released that Lex clip, kind of like yeah. that. It was like uh, the same kind of thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
So I think that's why people are remembering it, but people are, people are convinced. I just thought it was funny. I, people are convinced it was in the film, but the director basically it was not in the final cut, so it's not in the film. Well, my favorite thing is when people argue with the director, you know, Kiel Grace Randolph or, <laughs> or the, the, light, the, the dim light cast, as I like to call them. Oh, there was uh, also the, um, who was the guy arguing with James Gunn, that Voluan guy, who I've noticed yeah. gets TV scoops right, but movie scoops is usually But I will, I will give him credit. He took it down after when, the, when he Yeah, was, he did, but he still yeah, kind yeah. of had a bit of a... But at least he took it down, whereas you get some that, no, um... Yeah. You know, I mean, they're scouting for Ben Affleck's The Batman series, according to certain people, but then you have to campaign for it for some reason. Well, you know what? I don't want to call out YouTubers here, but it's great. But so, what I today was um, put something about Henry Cavill news, Ben Affleck news, and loads of eyes. And I'm thinking, is he setting up? Because it's April Fool's tomorrow. Is he setting up April Fool's jokes? Because that's not how April Fool's works. You don't well, they've been, to see Yeah, it. well, they've been, they've been running <laughs> April Fool's the jokes. They've been running <laughs> April Fool's jokes all year long. Yeah, I mean, now it's just today is the day, baby. That's what they're doing. Um, again. If something else is get, will happen, we'll hear about it when we hear about it. But certain certain guys, like look, if I come on here and say breaking news and you've heard it nowhere else, it's it's me talking out of my rear end. I, I mean, I, I, like si- simple as oh, that. Just some of the you stuff know? like the don't scout locations for something if they're not gonna do it. You, you can't. You, know. you just because. We've, you we've wouldn't do st- it as a precaution, would you? You know what I mean? We've, we've got to stop with the, well, I'm going to believe this because it's what I want to hear. Yeah. Like, you got to look at, okay, do, do, does anywhere factual support what this guy's saying? And if you look around at Variety, The Hollywood Reporter, and Deadline, and you see none of that, then, sorry. Well, to be fair, if you look at, um, we got this covered, who certainly don't have it covered, they at least put, They'll do a headline. I remember there was one the other week. It was Henry Cavill is against Warner Brothers. Is against um, the Snyderverse. Then he put an Instagram post up. Then he saying Zach, I'm really glad the film got released. Henry Cavill wants to come out Snyderverse, and I'm like, at least they cover all the bases. Yeah, I mean, they're like, damn it, one way or another, we're going to be right. Ben Affleck will, says, I will not return as Batman. Two hours later, Ben Affleck wants to return as Batman. So they're, they're right either way. So either way, they're good. <laughs> Unless they really throw him a curveball and say, well, we're using a CGI Ben Affleck, but he's not really. <laughs> then you'd screw them over, you see. That's, oh if I was a studio, God. I'd go somewhere in the middle of what they say. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Watch what they say and then do the exact middle. It's, it's just, it's absolutely yeah. hilarious. And people that we've, especially with We Got This Cover, <laughs> have been screen grabbing recently because literally they'll do a different headline about the same thing two hours later and it's the complete opposite of what they said two hours yeah. ago. It's so funny, but you know the problem with scumming people like that is is to, to prey on people. Like you said, to prey on people is like what they want. And for yeah. me, until we start just shutting these guys down and not putting over, it, it's just going to continue. So yeah, and uh, like I've told you, I'll, I'll get it when I hear something. You know, let's say if we hear anything about Camel, I'll mm. get excited when it's actually in print and it says confirmed. Not not yeah. In talk, like especially yeah. with the Cavill stuff, I've gotten past even the in talk <laughs> stuff because with, that, with him and his agent, you can you never know. It's like they're. I'm not being you, funny, Adam. If he's still in talks now, what are they talking about? <laughs> She's not. Like, so how about that weather in England? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. 
<laughs> they just ring him up every day. But there was one the other week about some. I can't remember what it was. It might have been a Marvel one about somebody making a phone call or something. I'm like, how do you know somebody was making a phone call? Oh, yeah, I remember that because, yeah, Cavill called or Kevin. <laughs> I remember it. It was kind of. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was uh, the, the Daniel guy there, whatever, the, the RPG, whatever his name is. Anyway, oh, yeah. RPG, I call him. Anyway, role-playing game. Um, and uh, he said that well, Cavill was upset, and so he called Marvel. That was it. That was it. <laughs> How would he know? How? How Apparently, he got a hold of the phone records. I, like, I don't know. How else would you <sighs> Look, guys, if he's in a trade, it's probably true. He's most likely true. In this and, and again, it, it depends on what the trade says, which I'll get into yeah, in yeah. a second. Because yeah, yeah. I, I have a little bit of a frustration with the internet and the way they've handled a certain interview, which I'll get into when we talk yeah. about the French. Can you wait till we get to film news and then... Uh... Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh. yeah, when we so... talk about Flash, remind me. Well, to we're going to talk about the Flash, but we're going to talk about the Flash in TV news, so... Bit of a breaking news yesterday was Jordan Fisher has been cast as Bart Allen, a.k.a. Impulse. But this version of Impulse is going to be the son of Barry and Iris. Which I thought was interesting. I'm okay with it. Do they have a grandson by a son, CW? <laughs> <laughs> now, I know Impulse, in, in, in as far as I know, in the comics and in Young Justice and stuff, he he time travel. He's usually the grandkid, I believe. Yeah, the, the grandson. Yeah. yeah. So he does time travel back to modern day to spend time with the Flash. You know, his, yeah. his granddad or whatever. Um, but the the thing they seem to be doing here is what they did with Nora Allen. Was it Nora? Yeah. 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 Uh, and I'm just like, you've kind of already done this storyline. Why are you doing it again? But. I don't know well, it's weird. Thoughts. It's weird because one trade first they were saying son, then a couple of them said grandson, and then a couple of them still said son. So who the hell knows? Uh, all we know is that this where Jordan Fisher is playing uh, Bart uh, Impulse. Yes. Now, either way, in my opinion, he's kind of screwed because if he's the son, his mother is Iris, and if he's the grandson, his mother is Nora. So, I mean, <laughs> the, the, the best part of his lineage is Barry Allen. Uh, well, the, the thing about the flashes isn't because of what happened at the end of that season, Nora may not actually end up being born yeah. because of the shenanigans. Yeah, so, right. it could be. Yeah. But either either way, really... all joking aside, I'm cool with impulse. Yeah, yeah. And I've always said when, when Grant is done, find a way to keep the Flash universe going. And impulse doing a show on impulse could be the way to do well, it. Well, the kid flash thing because of the actor, I think that was kind of. I think the plan. I think there was a plan, wasn't there, to kind of make him the next. Right, but he's now wants to be identified as a tree. I don't know what's going on over there. Like I'm all for, I'm all for gender fluidity, but he's talking about something about a tree. I didn't see the whole thing, and I'm like, no, I didn't even want to touch that because that's. Well, for some reason, it was kind of weird that he kind of moved over to Legends and then he kind of left Legends. It's almost like he gets a bit flaky about doing stuff and then he don't want to do yeah. it anymore. And, yeah, all I know yeah. is I read something about a tree and I didn't understand it, so I said, okay, I'm just going to leave this alone. Yeah, that's his maybe, business, yeah, yeah. Maybe he wants to play Groot, I don't know what's going on, but I'm just going to leave this alone. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, but uh, like I said, uh, if they, you know, first of all, the idea of bringing him on I think is a good idea. 
Uh, it's an important character in the Flash mythology, be it whether he be the mm. grandson or the son. And I think it could be a potential for uh, yeah. keeping the world alive when, when uh, Grant, Grant says, says yeah. I'm running. <laughs> I, I, I think when the Flash ends, I think that might just be the end. But It could be, it could be. You I, never know. I, I, the one I, thing about this universe is that they, they do like the spin-offs. And, yeah. I mean, Legends seem to be around forever, but characters can cross over. And, and, go and I think, honestly, too, I think there's a couple of specific reasons why something like Green Arrow and the Canaries didn't happen. That go beyond... Well, I still think Guggenheim leaving was the big... Right, but I think he was also, the only one who wanted it by the time. You know, there's there's, so. there's talk there's talk about Cap McNamara being difficult. Allegedly, yeah, but then yeah. she's kind so, of been supportive of it and stuff. Sure, and, but so, so I think there are more you know issues uh, there than just. I quite enjoy. I quite enjoy it, Twitter posts. Yeah, so we'll see. <laughs> we'll see, but it's cool that he's coming on. Yeah, yeah, and we'll, let's see what. Um, Let's see what he brings to the role. Uh, Just one but, final thing before we move on. I need this show to get rid of some characters because there's too many. So they bring an impulse in. They need to call that cast down for me. It's too big as it is. I would honestly get rid of... I'd get rid of about 50% of them, eh? Ch- well, Chester and the other girl. Yeah, Chester. To be honest, do you know what, actually? I, I think Chester might... I think I'd be tempted to keep Chester, and this is going to be controversial because I like Cisco, but I'd be tempted to let him go because I think he's looked bored for the last season and a half. Yeah. Personally. I think Caitlin yeah, no, needs I, to no, go. No, no. Whether, whether, whether they get rid of one or the other, pick one and, and, and get rid of the other because they both do but, the same job. And th- this might seem controversial, but I, I'd be tempted to kill off uh, Joe and just have a big shock like death at the end of the series. As long as they keep Caitlin around, that's my thing. Because you know, you see, I I'd be all right if she left because I can't. I kind of think she's become a bit of a jokey character now, and then she's split into two. Now, yeah, so you technically, saw that, right? which, which yeah, of... yeah, yeah. So technically, now there's two extra characters on the. There's another extra character on the show because now they're separate. Um. But then you've got... I know Elongated Man's coming back as a new actor because there's an episode See, that. him I, I could do without completely. Just get rid of it. I don't like the character. I'm sorry. I, I quite liked him, but I just think that that story's done now. He's not necessary. Uh, you know, Wells has gone, which I think is the right call because, you know, there was... Unless he came back this week, but... Um, no, uh, no. There's been... I think that Wells thing got played out. You know, the whole, that's to be a Wells. Um, and then it was the it was the Wells sort of daughter, but not daughter. Um, yeah, the girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the one I so think about. She could probably I, get rid of her. Yeah, I'd get rid of her. Get rid of Chester. I'd maybe keep Chester or Cisco. I'd rather keep Cisco around because he's part of the furniture. But I think he does look a bit bored. Um, for me, Caitlin would be a guest star now and then. Um, I'd get I'd kill off Joe, which then you'd get rid of Joe's misses. So that's kind of them out the way. And I'd also be tempted to get rid of. Um, in fact, if you get rid of Cisco, you get rid of Cisco's girlfriend as well. And this isn't that I dislike those characters as like there's just too many. The actors. Yeah. There's just too many. It's too much for me. The focus should be the Flash. Yeah. So, but anyway, we'll be here all day if I can't list in characters. I should. I I think that was the big mistake of Crisis. I think they should have they should have killed off some cast members from various shows and really really gone you know gone a bit harsh and been like right we don't need this yeah. anymore. Pretty much all the Supergirl co-stars, but then again I'm not watching that anymore, so I don't care. Uh, although you did watch Supergirl, Adam, did you? No, oh, no you didn't. No, did you? Uh, no I did not. No. I, I, I was 
teetering on, well, you know, maybe. Well, do you know what? I wasn't going to bring up the news for this, but because I want to kind of talk about why I've dropped it <laughs> while we're on this subject of too many cast members. Um, so Kelly Olsen, is it Kelly Olsen? Is that right? Yes. So she is going to become the new Guardian. And when I read that, and I tagged you in this, I was like, I'm done with this show. Because I was thinking of, you know, because it's the final season, I thought I might give it a go. Yeah, because that, yeah. It's been on a downward trend for a long time. Oh, one. since season three for me. I thought, oh, the, maybe maybe the final season, maybe they'll they'll fix the issues. And I'm like, no, they've just they're just leaning into the issues. Yeah. So I'm I'm done with that show. <laughs> and that that news just made it work. Just made it the nail of the coffin. First of all, I don't think we need Kelly Olsen or whatever her name is in the well, first Alex place. Well, Alex should never have been a vigilante, in my opinion. Yeah. And I, I, I definitely don't need to see Kelly Olsen as Guardian. Um, why everybody in this cast, except for Lena, needs to be a hero, I'll never understand. Um, Even needed, didn't he um, win? Even he came back as a hero in the future with a... A bloody yeah. thingy, a thingy mask, a domino mask. They look like bloody what's it called? The Green Hornet. Robin. You look like Robin. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, but yeah, there's just again, this show is essentially depending on who they're focusing on, Alex or Dreamer, and they're super friends. Like Supergirl is an afterthought in this show. She's. I well, I put that tweet out there, didn't I? We, we always say it's Alex and her amazing friends yeah. featuring Supergirl. So she's yeah. kind of like the person, you know, in those songs when someone comes in and does a rap for 30 seconds, that's what she does. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. I, I'm, I'm done. Um, I, think, I think the show has let that character down big time because, I mean, what, what do you know one day, I think we should probably do with just a run episode on that because I want, I've got loads I want to say. Yeah, because I, I liked the first three seasons and then it just... Yeah. I think I think Melissa was. We need to get great. fight sound effects, Stephen, for this show. So I have to do that. <laughs> you, know, you know, Melissa, great casting. Yeah. The shows just lean too far into these yeah. th- these tropes that just ruin television. I, I so. bet you. I bet you. Here's the, the the funny part, but it's also sad. I bet you, Sasha Kaye in the Flash, will get more screen time. Then Melissa Benoist does in an episode of her own show. Do you know, the, before we move on, the big thing for me is my biggest issue with Supergirl. Uh, well, no, my biggest issue with Supergirl is the, the side characters. My second biggest issue with Supergirl is she's never really been Supergirl. She's been a female Superman. Yeah. I don't know if you agree with that. I just, I, just the way. And again, Melissa plays that very well, and I think Melissa could have played actual Supergirl really well as well, but if you actually think about what that show's done as well, like we talked about, like, they used all the same villains and stuff, there's been no creativity from the the creators of it, you know, to do it. Like, you think about Arrow, because Arrow was based, essentially like, we can't do Batman, let's do Green Arrow. Yeah. But it still had its own... The, 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 the thought outside the box and the brought in characters and, like, the twisted characters and the created characters. And yeah, I mean, the only one that they really... I mean, the one that they really borrowed from Batman... Heavily was Ross Al Ghul, but yeah, of course, yeah, yeah. But you think about like they did some characters and they did they kind of did their own yeah, spin vertical, of, some of, had... and it didn't necessarily work all the time, but they'd, they'd move on then, wouldn't they? To a yeah, they so, had Vertigo, they had um, Damien Dark, which I didn't personally like, but he was his own, you know, his own thing. 
haven't. They had yeah. John Berriman as as uh, Dark Archer, right? Yeah, so, he was good. Yeah, he was. So yeah, I mean, they, I mean, they had variety. And then when you, I mean, I think Supergirl's best uh, foray with her own villain is probably uh, Rain. Yeah, yeah, I'd agree with that. Yeah, because in in that, I think that was season. And three, I haven't right? done this in a, I haven't done this in a while, Stephen. But. Okay. That's Annabelle, who, who played Rain, of course, is on the list. So, yeah, so the thing with the Rain story arc as well was, because Rain wasn't actually a Supergirl villain as well from the comics, um, even though that season was bogged down with episodes of The Things I Hate, the Rain stuff was really good. Yeah. Yeah, and so I, I had that going for it. So. That was the last anyway, solid season for me. I, I think I think what we'll do is when Supergirl finishes, we'll have a little run episode about we'll where have we a think it went. And celebrate, yeah, sure. <laughs> no, we'll do, no, but we'll have, I think we should have a little like episode where we think it went wrong and what we yeah. should have done. Yeah, like, okay. Yeah. All that sort of stuff. So moving on to another female superhero, Batwoman. So Peter Outerbridge has been cast as Black Mask, aka Roman Sionis. Has he appeared yet? Because he was in the most current. recent episode, and I liked their right. take on him. I okay. What was he? Because um, obviously, Ewan McGregor played it one way, which I really enjoyed. I'll be honest; I thought Ewan McGregor was great as uh, Roman Sionis, but it was a very different take on that character. Is this more like the comics? Would you say, or have you not seen enough yet to? It's, kind of it's close from what the brief bits I've seen. It's he, like he's still a little bit, you know, over the top to a degree. Yeah, a bit quirky. But it's, and stuff, but right. it's much more muted right. than right. than what Ewan McGregor did. And I thought it was closer to the comics, so I I dug it. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah, because before to be honest, before um, before Birds of Prey, my only really foray with Black Mask was occasional little comic yeah. that said red. And uh, the animated stuff, like he'd been in the Batman, he'd been in the Red Hood, um, and that, that was kind of it for me. Other than that, I hadn't really seen enough, and I'd seen a really cool fan film with him actually, which was really good, um, which kind of blended the worlds of Nolan and Sixty Six. If I yeah. find it, I'll have to send you that actually, because you've been enjoying. Uh, there is a little bit of of Sixty Six ishness. Yeah, but in his in his plot, like when you see what he does to Batwoman. Mm. It, I, I did kind of be like, oh, I remember that from the '66 Batman. Like, uh, they were give, in a, is that, that the most were, recent episode? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a watch. Then. I'm like, oh, they were in a similar predicament kind of thing, and I was like, but it was a, yeah. it was a cool nod and not overly, you know, that, like yeah, that. not done, yeah, 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 like a nice homage rather than yeah, like, exactly, exactly, yeah. and rip off, yeah. So I was very uh, and then the way you said homage there. Uh, <laughs> Uh, <laughs> um, and then the uh, the big news, which broke a couple of weeks ago, Wallace Day has been cast as Kate Kane, which some people are really mad that it's been revealed, and I kind of get it because it would have been a nice surprise, but I think they had to because they knew it to get out. So go on. I'm, over, I'm over the moon of this, this news, Stephen. <laughs> and to quote WWE, it's a new day. Yes, it is, and that day is Wallace Day. How about that? You like that, Danny? I know you're listening. You're watching. So. <laughs> I like that because well. that cheese for you. But also, in case anybody forgot from the Krypton days, when we did Krypton, you know, the pilot episode, and I did this, I think I did this on there. But I'm going to do it here again because now she's in Gotham City and it bears repeating. But Wallace Day, everybody, is on the list. <laughs> By the way, I'm changing the date of the list because tomorrow's April 1st and I don't have it ready. But I'm going to make it an August debut. We're going to do a list episode. 
All right. We're supposed to do a Valentine's Day, won't we? It's, it's going to be, it's gonna be the, the SummerSlam of the podcast. The SummerSlam. Um, yeah. See, I think this is really good news, but yeah. I also think they should have done this in the first place. Yeah. Like, and I'm, I'm liking I'm liking Javicio Leslie as this Ryan Wilder character. Do you know what? It's not... Yeah, yeah. I love Javicio Leslie and Ryan Wilder. Here's what... Hindsight being what it is, and, you know, it's easy to look back, but... I was concerned when they decided to revamp the show that they were gonna sort of have Kate not because Kate because obviously Ruby Rose kind of took a bat and ball on and left. Um, she lost her know, smile. Is that what you're saying, like Shawn Michaels? Yeah, she was like Shawn Michaels. Yeah, I didn't want to put Brett out. Oh, so she, yeah. <laughs> oh sorry, that was a different. Um, yeah. Anyway, so for me, Javicia Leslie came in kind of with a bit of a bad. They kind of gave her a bad, like, what's the word? What's the, what do you call it when you give him a bad, somewhat of a... Um, a bad hand? Kind of a, yeah, she dealt with a bad hand because she kind yeah. of came in at a point where it wasn't natural for someone new to come in and she kind of, she's having to, she's having to complete Kate's story arc yeah. without being Kate. And I think that has, because I, I stopped watching the show, but I'm, I'm going to go back and watch that Black Mask episode now. Um, because I was getting fed up with it because every week it was like, Kate, 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 Kate. And I'm just like, well, I get it. But for me, what I would have done, there's two ways I would have gone about this, right? One, I would have recast Kate in the first place with Wallace there. Which they should have done, yeah. Which maybe Wallace wasn't available, I don't know. But what the No, she tested. She me. she tested for Ryan Wilder, funnily enough. But, but they liked her so much, they're like, why don't we make her Kate? And it's like, yeah, but after the fact? See... What I would have done, and this is easy to say after the fact, wouldn't you have had Kate and Ryan together? Ryan sort of becomes a Robin type. Kate gets hurt. Then uh, Ryan has to take over the mantle. And it would have so, worked because as well, with, with Ryan wanting to kill... Um, what's her name? Uh, Alice. Uh, Alice. That, that would have been a cool little thing because she would have been like, no, you, you, you know, you can't do it. <laughs> On the list. Do you, do you get what I'm trying to go with this, though? So you would have um, almost had that Jean-Paul yeah. Valley arc where he obviously ended up being lame and nobody liked him. But, you know, you could have had that and then you could have had the, the mantle passed and it would have been right. a lot better rather than... Or you just literally episode one, Kate's dead and Kate is dead. Yeah. But, See, I have an idea of how they're going to do this. I think she's going to come in, brainwashed, attack Ryan. They're going to resolve okay. that fight. But well, I don't we've seen a picture of her in bandages, haven't we? Yeah, that? I don't think you bring in yeah. Wallace Day just to, you know, then have her leave or kill her off. So I think eventually there will be a dynamic duel on this show. Mm. And I and look at this point to me with these shows, you can throw a comics cannon out the window. Oh yeah, yeah. So what I would do is make because the like imagine if if if. if if Kate comes in, they're not going to strip Ryan of the of the Batwoman title because the optics of that. Oh yeah, no, no, it's not a disaster. Happen. So yeah. what I what I would do is either have Kate when she's eventually back to herself say, "Listen, you've become Batwoman. Yeah, you're, you're Batwoman now. I yeah. have unfinished business, and but so she either assumes the role of Nightwing mm. or Huntress." Which would be similar to, I believe, in the comics, Captain America at one point, um, I think he maybe was seemingly dead, 
And then he became, did he become like Nomad or something? Yeah, or? yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, and then they had someone else as Captain America, didn't they? So if you do that, that kind of thing. And, yeah. and the reason why I say that is because we're, we're at a point where, you know, Dick Grayson is coming on probably. Dick, you know, Tim Drake, the same thing. So I, I don't need them to, you know, follow, follow canon because we would have seen some of these bad people by now if they were going to do that. Yeah, so, yeah. if you're going to reinvent the wheel a bit, I have no problem with making Kate Huntress or, or you know... Or create, create something new? Yeah, call her whatever. What was Sean Paul Valley called before he was... <laughs> it was called something, wasn't it? Or was after? Azrael? Azrael. Maybe they could do something like that. Yeah. It's a possibility, isn't it? So... I just don't think you can make Kate Robin, is what I'm saying. You have to create oh, a different... Yeah. Yeah. Just have, it's like a have right? Kate taking orders now from the person that replaced, or you know, or, or being second. Yeah, 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 yeah. Work, right? Yeah, I think uh, I think you're right. Um, but let's recast. Just two, let's just have two Batwomen. <laughs> I, I love the casting though. I love Team it. Batwoman, that'd be quite good. Yeah, it's, um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think Wallace Day is great. I mean, I. I, I would, if they said they were reviving Krypton tomorrow, I would cry tears of joy because I love that show, but it's obviously not going to happen, but she was great on Krypton, she was polite, she was one of my favourite things on it, so. I, I don't know which Barry screwed up the timeline to make Superman's grandma now habitate in Gotham. But if they don't have a crisis, it could be interesting. <laughs> whichever one it is, well done, Barry. <laughs> Superman, Tyler just sees it's like, grandma? <laughs> yeah, I, I would love to see if Tyler looks at her. You know, you look oddly familiar. <laughs> well, they always did that with Brandon Ralph, didn't they, Melissa yeah. Blythe? She's yeah. like my cousin. <laughs> right then, so moving on to film, we have some breaking animated news that came out like an hour ago. And it's the cast for Batman The Long Halloween, finally. And did you see the image? I did. That looked very cool, I thought. It obviously wasn't Tim Sale. No, I, I know unique. some people I've seen are upset that it's not Tim Sale's art, but let's be realistic. I dig that style for that book. Mm. Having said that, I don't know if those long ears and that design works in animation. I think it'd be hard to animate as well. Yeah, it's uh, it's because it's very distinct. For me, I didn't want it to look like the um, the other stuff. You know, the the other Batman stuff they've done. So I'm glad it's like its own little unique thing. It kind of has a vibe like oh. Superman. Uh, Man of Tomorrow, like it, the art looks kind of yeah, a little bit. Which I, I've got to admit, I'm not, I've come, I've kind of come to conclusion I'm not actually that massive a keen on that style. It looks a bit. I don't mind it. But it it does a look bit, a little bit different. Like it's not exactly yeah, the same. Right? Um, but, but with speaking of animated films, that um, JSA films out in May, so that'll be getting reviewed on the show. Of, of course, yeah. So um, yeah, so the cast is so Batman is Jensen Ackles, so he's been promoted from. Yeah, he's, Red he, exactly. He got a promotion, he, so he basically got resurrected, and basically been yeah. I mean, Jensen Ackles, fantastic casting. And can we please get him in the DCU as someone? Because you you know me, I had small. He's Hal Jordan. He's Hal Jordan for me, man. Jensen Ackles. <laughs> um, I, if they bring Hal into the Arrowverse, then yeah. So I mean, if it's gonna happen, and then this is a, a kind of a sad one. So Catwoman is—is uh, it Naya Rivera? Yeah, Naya. Yeah, so she obviously I, passed away last year, so she must have recorded this. Before, which yeah. that was that was awful and tragic and um, terrible. 
this is rereading that actually kind of brought it all back and I thought and I'm sure she, she'll she'll be great as the voice of Helen. yeah and what you know I'm glad she got to do this before she passed her there's some like you know the legacy of uh, lives on and stuff and um, does try... she have a daughter is it a daughter that she has or a son I think it was a son yeah because that was related to... I don't want her to kind of bring it all up well either way either way her child will be able to hear her as yeah which would be nice yeah as Catwoman which would be kind of cool um, the Joker is Troy Baker, and I think he does a great Mark Hamill impression. To be honest, yeah, I think yeah. that's not knocking him. I think he does a great Mark Hamill impression. Um, Josh Duhamel is Harvey Dent, and I could see him as the li- a live action Harvey Dent. I could, you're right. Yeah, I could. Yeah. <laughs> um, David Dashmalchian, you know that 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 great. I love this guy. This guy just lives in the DC universe. He's everywhere. Oh. Well, do you know what he was? Because he's in uh, the Ant Man films as well, and he is that yeah. Russian. He's so funny. Can, in those can you imagine if they do do a crisis and they're like, "Okay, we're going to bring in," and he's <laughs> like, "Wait a minute, who am I playing? Polka Dot Man? Am I playing?" You know, well, you know, he was in the Dark Knight. He was in Gotham. You know, he's yeah. in the Flash. So he's like, know. "Which character am I playing?" And they haven't played every single one, <laughs> and they all look at each other and do that Spider Man hit, they're pointing at each other. I love it. I just think this guy. I think he's such a good actor as well. I think I think he's like he's he's got a really good range, and I just I just absolutely love it. Whenever he's in somewhere, I kind of smile about it and think, "Oh, this is good." He would have been a good Joker, you know. I, I could see. He, him. he really would have been, yeah, yeah. But he's playing the Calendar Man, so that's that's cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Jack Quaid from The Boys as Alberto. Yeah, so that's you know, a big good casting. I I don't know if the other thing I had actually had more cast members on it because I got this off of another. Another source because it was kind of listed better and I wanted to use it. So uh, let me just double check. No, no, I think that is. Oh, no, I'm Billy Burke as uh, James Gordon. Oh, yeah. Uh, and Titus Welliver as Carmine Falcone. No idea. Yeah, doesn't ring a bell. He might be. I'll probably see him and go, oh, him. You know. Yeah, just the name alone doesn't ring a bell. Yeah, yeah. So I'll do a couple of them um, before we get to the Flash thing because you've got something to say on that. I'm going to just talk about these two bits of news next and then we'll dive into that because that kind of links in with the other stuff. Um, so, uh, actually, first thing I want to bring up, I do want to bring up Zack Snyder's Justice League. We're going to be doing an episode on the proposed sequel plans because a lot of stuff's been coming out about the sequels on like Cinema Blend as well. And we, I actually have the storyboard things that were leaked a while ago. So we're going to do an episode and just go over that. We know that that wasn't that wasn't going to be what they were now because things had changed. But we're going to just talk about it, see what we like, what we think the mark kept, and sort of do a thing on that. Um, and we'll probably on that talk about because there's been kind of a lot of news around Justice League thing with the streaming numbers not being released and stuff, which is still really odd in my opinion, um, and various other things. So what we'll do is I think we'll do a special episode just on the sequels, and then we'll talk talk about the numbers and all that kind of stuff. Then is that cool with you? Yeah. Yeah, because I thought instead of putting it in this one, because yeah, a lot of it, a lot of it's you know just chit chat and thing. The thing is, he's doing regardless of the HBO Max numbers not coming out. We know he's doing really well because of the numbers on the smart TV Samba. You know, uh, now TV it's number one over here. I think it's the most watched film ever on uh, that serial one you've got in Canada. Can't worry. Yeah, Crave. Crave, yeah. And then there's. I the, mean, at least if they call it Coco uh, Coco Pops or. <laughs> You know, uh, nice yeah, something good. Crave. What, the... what is well, that? Crave cereal is these little. Um, I don't know what it kind of is that's surrounding it. They're kind of like these little pillows of chocolate. They've got chocolate inside, and they're kind of this crusty yeah, see, stuff on the sounds, outside. But if yeah, I've seen that, I've been okay with it. But to me, 
you know, you've got you've got the, the Count Chocula, Cocoa Puffs. Call it something <laughs> more entertaining. <Jesus. laughs> Uh, yeah, sounds I, like I'm an addict, you know, craving something. <laughs> and it's uh, it's number one on Binge as well in Australia, and I think it might be the most watched film on Binge as well. So, so Australia has a search engine, as they're streaming. <laughs> we have a serial. You have technically the the the, the, the Sky, the, the freaking you know. <laughs> yeah, Sky TV. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so yeah, we'll get. We're not ignoring it. We're just. I just think it needs its own episode because there's yeah. lots to go over. So. Um, so moving on to Zatanna so Academy Award nominated Promising Young Woman director Emerald Fennell is set to write the Zatanna movie for Warner Brothers DC Films and Bad Robot which is J.J. Abrams which we knew anyway because he's doing the Justice League Dark yeah. Um interesting it's just right so do you think they're going to let it write it go oh yeah that's pretty good actually now you can direct it or do you think... I, I think it's a situation of write it first and then then we'll Mike green light it but if they do she'll direct it well, I think, look, I think I, I'm, I'm pretty confident that anything J.J. is involved in is going to get greenlit when it comes to the DC stuff. Because Probably. You know, they've signed that big, massive deal. And they've been talking about doing this, kind of introducing Justice League Dark in a mix of movies and TV and then combining them for one mm. big sort of thing. And I kind of like the fact that they're kind of mixing and matching which ones end up on, on movie screens, which ones end up on, on uh, you know, streaming. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, but in, in, in terms of this specific news, um, you know, I, I, I haven't seen, you know, the, the, the movie that she's getting a lot of praise for, but, I, you know, the fact that she's getting that much unanimous praise for her talents and, and how good it was mm. anytime you add talent to to a film whether it's in front of or behind mm. the, the camera uh you can't go wrong i mean loading your film with talented people can only help the chances of the film being yeah a good product so i think this is a good sign i think it makes sense if she's a woman that she does end up directing it right yeah yeah okay so and i like the strategy because it shows <laughs> Especially with the Justice League Dark, it seems like JJ's got a, a very distinct plan of, you know, these guys are... Do you find yeah. it weird that they're doing... Because it sounds like they're doing this, there's going to be a Constantine, and I think that's one thing. They're all going to be films, aren't they? But then the Justice League Dark's going to be a series. Well, no, we don't know if... I think Constantine is more of a streaming show. All right, okay. So do you think... Do you think this could be a streaming movie, then? Because they've not said it's cinematic, have they? Or... They, well, they said it's a film, but but again... Yeah, but they're not... doing HBO Max films, aren't they, as well? Right, yeah. So, that, again, there's not 100% clarity. Ah, but yeah. would. Would it be for Warner Brothers DC Films in that case, then? Because if it's for streaming... Actually, no, because DC Films is still... Like, oh, it's confusing, all this. Oh, I think... I think Because they are separate it. entities, yeah. aren't they? they the HBO Max and the the I can't the kind of yeah, obviously but to, have to to, to greenlight a, a DC product you still have to go through the channel yeah of, yeah like at the end of the day here's what people have to understand Toby Emmerich and Walter Amara have to say yes yeah to anything yeah, yeah. DC related I mean well Jason, JJ JJ is all on this one has to say yeah. well uh, JJ is the guy developing it so if he yeah, doesn't yeah. If he says, no, we're not doing Zatanna, guess what? He might be like, it's crap. <laughs> He's like, no, no, Zatanna's not in the, my Justice League dirt. Like, like, so, but no, the point is, 
you know, because a lot of people with with in in the Snyder realm was like, oh, well, Jason Kilar is going to over. I mean, if you if you talk to the like again, the like cast of the culture nerd, Jason Kilar is basically one down from God and can rewrite him <laughs> and not rewrite him. But that's not the hierarchy of of power, much like. Yeah, I think. Mean... <sighs> We're obviously not going into that other thing. No, but but no, but you understand that at the end of the day, Emmerich and Hamada have to say yes when it involves something DC related. It's definitely some sort of democracy. I I don't even know if Hamada has to say yes. I think I think Emmerich could probably overrule. Oh, Emmerich could overrule him, but Hamada's got like like input. But I I think I think if Keela really wanted something. I think they'd be they'd talk about it is what I'm trying to get. Right, but he can't he can't say, well, screw what Emmerich says, we're doing it anyway. Yeah. He can't just go, all right, all right, I'm going to go make Justice League too because he's got yeah. to talk to them. He can't just yeah. do it. About yeah, that. yeah, that's true. Yeah. Um, now, I don't get that excited anymore when I hear of films being written because of what happened. The Flash kind of burnt me a bit because we've had <laughs> many years of yeah. not getting it. Um, so I just kind of take a step back and think, right, yeah. I'll see you soon. I see you. I do think this will happen. I'm more convinced this will happen than New Gods. My, my thing is, mainly, <laughs> my, here's why. My thing is mainly because of JJ. And yeah, that's why I think. And like, they signed the a couple of things. Thing. They, they yeah. signed this guy to a $500 million deal. We're, and yes, you create your own stuff. But really, let's be honest. Warner Brothers went out there with, with you know, and pulled their cash out like they were at a strip joint because they want JJ involved in the DC universe. Yeah, of course, I mean, yeah. They, they get again. <laughs> I think as soon as he signed the deal, they're, they're like, "Okay, so you want we we're, publicly we're starting off with the Justice League Dark thing, but you know the minute uh, the minute he dropped the pen, the the minute Warner Brothers heard this song, wait a second, sound effect, the minute they heard that, meaning he's done signing the contract, they're like, "All right, Justice League Dark, cool, but Superman, <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. and sure, and what have we heard, right?" Like yeah, again, years of silence regarding anything Superman, aside from the TV run, and now JJ comes aboard and hey, yeah. look, so you know what I mean? Like basically, JJ's got the Matt Reeves, Chris Nolan level. Oh yeah, power yeah. over there as well. Yeah. So anything DC that comes out of his umbrella, I think is pretty much a yeah, true yeah, thing. Is, too, yeah, yeah, yeah. The only way it will happen is if the script is a pile of crap and he's like, "What is this yeah. crap?" <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. Which will just delay it. It's kind of easy. Cold says, "I want to make Jimmy Olsen Superman." I think, I think JJ's gonna be like, uh, <laughs> "Get up!" <laughs> There's the door. <laughs> um, so this is something I actually didn't actually get that much press, but um, it's about Static Shock. So Randy McKinnon will write the script for DC and one of those Static Shock film. Michael B. Jordan and Reginald Hudlin set to produce. So. That just seemed to kind of get not really get talked about. I've not seen much on it, but yeah, that, that, it just came out in, in the wave of, of DC news. That I think there was, was a lot, which yeah, there was. But I think, I think honestly, <laughs> I think that Static is going to be one that they're they, that they key in on. Yeah, because there is oh, popular, yeah, yeah. there is popularity there. Um, I I was never a fan of the cartoon that much. I liked the episodes where the Justice League and that came in, but and like Batman and stuff, but. It was uh, Do you know the best one for me was the Batman Beyond one? I thought that was absolutely brilliant. But I just never liked that style in the cartoon, so I'm hoping... I think film... it was more the animation style than anything else. Uh, of a little bit. I just thought it was a bit like... Because I'm not, I'm not really into like rap music either, so it was a lot of that kind right. of 
there was a lot of rap music and right, stuff. Right. But 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 I think the audience for that character is is like there is a strong. Oh yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, my only thing is, where will this debut? Will it be an HBO Max film? Will it be a theatrical? That's the. Maybe do you know what I think with a lot of these things they're developing? I almost wonder if they're not making that decision until they've kind of read the script and decided because, like, yeah, and like they... see what the budget is, right? Yeah, what... yeah, and they're like, well, you know, we have got like a full slate coming up, so maybe they think, well, we can't really squeeze it in, but HBO Max, we could do with some, you know, here. So, yeah, where can we maximize the profit? I don't think that decision is getting made when stuff gets announced, like, gets produced. I unless think it's they getting say... made during the... yeah, yeah, unless they say, if they say they're doing. I don't know, like the Superman film. That's yeah, like J.J. Superman yeah. is not going to HBO Max. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you know, something like that. If they said they were doing a new Justice League that was like a new thing, that would go to cinema. <laughs> no, if, <laughs> it's, if it's a new, if it's basically... Yeah, a not, if it's, just, not if it's yeah. a snap, but yeah, that, that so... Yeah, yeah. Um, so, do you want to talk about this, the Flash news and Michael Keaton? That's also okay. you're going to talk about, are you? Yeah, before we get to the other castings, there was an article in Deadline where he's talking about other projects that he worked on getting nominated. I don't know if it was for an Oscar or what it was for. Mm. And the guy brought up Batman. Now, now the title of the article says, Michael Keaton talks this, that, and the other. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah. And then part of the article's headline was, and how he will reprise Batman 30 years later. That was in the headline of the article. Now, we, if, you, if you've paid attention to Michael Keaton doing interviews in the past, you know that he likes to play around with the reporters and pull their leg. Yeah, when I read the full thing, I thought yeah. that's exactly where my brain went. I thought, so I they're, now they're talking about Batman, and he's talking about, wow, what am I, you know, you're right. Because he's like, aren't you nervous? He's like, you're right, what the hell am I doing? And then yeah. they, they made a joke about about how um, yeah, he's going to have to get the suit dry cleaned at a, at a superhero dry cleaners. And the whole uh, thing. Yeah. I'm working again, Adam. <laughs> yeah, there you go, exactly. Uh, and then he's like, you know, he wanted to move away from the Batman questioning because obviously, you know... That's not why it was there to talk about. Though, yeah. Yeah. So he's like, you know, truth be told, he goes, I haven't read the script yet, which I don't believe is, is fact. There's no way yeah, this... Yeah. Right? And then he says, we'll see what... I, and, and he said, we'll see what happens. He goes, he goes, the thing I am scared about is the pandemic, right? And, and, and Which is understandable. Do you know, you know he's over here now, don't you? He's already over here. Is he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's living out like in the country somewhere. Gee, well, isn't that? I wonder why he's here, Stephen. Not here, but there. But but he said, well, you know, with anything, we'll see how that situation develops. If I'm if if I'm in something or not. And he specifically said, not only did he say Batman, but he said that's how I evaluate all my projects. We'll mm. see what happens with the pandemic. Now, people were like, oh, all of, like they're. That, that part of the quote was taken and 50,000 headlights headlights, headlines said, Michael Keaton unsure if he will be Batman yeah, yeah. look folks we know from the Hollywood Reporter originally breaking the, the, the news that he was in talks that the idea is that he, they have plans for his Batman beyond just the Flash. Because his Batman is A, a central part of the film, and B, has plans for other films. Even if Michael Keaton is hesitant, 
about traveling because of the pandemic. Mm. Because they have deeper plans beyond this film for Keane's Batman, if if they felt that he felt he was that unsafe, they would bring the film to him remotely. Yeah. Like, yeah. to his ranch in Texas or wherever the hell, Arkansas or wherever the hell, he, I don't know where it is, but just pretend it's in one of those. Sounds like he's got one over here as well. Yeah. But, <laughs> They would bring, like, they would bring Ezra Miller and whichever cast members they need, and shoot a bunch of his stuff remotely. Yeah, yeah. Like, if Zack Snyder can shoot Jared Leto in his backyard, for God's sake, which is crazy, and make it look the way it did. Did you know he filmed that scene with Richard Citron, and then they put Ben in afterwards? No, I didn't. But it was on Holy. If you listen to the Holy Backcast, I haven't listened to it yet. It's on my YouTube. Yeah, it's good. It's good interview. Again. If Zach can do that and make it look like that you know, in his backyard, you're telling me Warner Brothers, the entire studio, can't do the same thing? So, my point is, believe me, they'll make it work. And the second thing yeah, is, yeah. we're now, uh, today is the March 31st as of this recording. Yeah. We're less than a month away from filming of The Flash. He's already signed on for film. On a multi-million dollar, <laughs> on a multi-million dollar production. Yeah. This is not a situation where Michael Keaton can come back, come in, you know, a week before and say, yeah. "Sorry, guys, I, I, I'm too scared. I'm out." Then they have to call someone else. Yeah, <laughs> right. So they have to completely rewrite the script. <laughs> well, I mean, technically, they can, theoretically, they can look to another live but action. But still, the the code, but they probably still have to rewrite. They'd have to tweak it, but it wouldn't be a massive yeah. rewrite. Is what I'm is what probably I'm, not. No, they won't have to do that. Unless depending on what the whole. Oh, but again, the point is the point. I mean, look. For example, if they and I, this is just me speculating. I've just thought somewhat cool. What I'll say. If they went to bail, if let's say Michael Keane did say, I can't do it. Which I don't. Again, I think it's too late. The, the die has been cast. Mm. It's too late. They'll find a way to work around it. But let's let's play hypothetically here. Let's say they went up to to Christian Bale and said, "Listen, can here's a here's a lot of cash. Can you do it?" Bale would probably, I don't, I, I won't say Bale would, would probably say yes. Bale might say yes, but say, look, I'll do this one cameo, mm. but I don't want to be around for another two, three films. Yeah. That's yeah. when they'd have to shift course. Right? But, yeah. Yeah. But again, I don't, I think this is much ado about nothing because these conversations have already been had. And they've already made up their mind. Like it's too. Like again, this film doesn't cost five dollars. It's a multi-million-dollar movie. Yeah, you can't just. Adam, are you saying the internet overreacted, overreacted about something? Slightly, yeah. That's exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Shocking, isn't it? It's the most calm segment of fandom you'll ever find. I uh, I just thought something cool though, right? Just the scene of Ezra Miller running next to the '89 Batmobile because he ran next to the the the. Affleck one in Justice League, in Zack Snyder Justice League, and I thought, imagine seeing him run next to the 89 car. Yeah, I'm even more obsessed he, with... He'd probably be able to really outrun that one as well. Yeah. No, <laughs> but I'm, I'm more obsessed with them. Like, I love it. So, David, um, Andy Muschietti, Barbara, if you guys are listening, probably not, but if you are, if you if you stumble on this podcast, on this vidcast, 
Give us a role in the film. <laughs> I, I want. I could go. <laughs> I can you can go. I'll do it via Zoom. Uh, <laughs> well, not Zoom, Skype, because Zoom. But the first reveal of Michael Keaton, if you give us a still, please recreate the the, pic, the first picture of him as Batman from 1989. Topical. By the Batman. Like, you, you guys don't understand. He won't be a brave life, he says. Crap <laughs> You have a lot. Yeah, yeah. So please do that. Yeah, but my, all this to say, guys, don't worry. No, I'm not worried. I won't worry when I read it. So, you know, speaking of upcoming uh, DC films, uh, but there's more casting for the Flash, right? There's another. Is there? I don't if know. If we cast uh, Henry Allen, right? Oh, of course. Oh my God, I don't get that. Oh, what's the guy's name? Okay. Ron Livingston, is it? Yeah. Yes, so we know Billy Billy Crudup. Crudup is yes. It? So unfortunately, he's had to drop out because yeah, Doctor Manhattan underwear. has to go buy underwear. Yeah. So <laughs> Which I believe he's on some show or something, and they kind of yeah. had the conflict. Yeah, that. So, conflict, yeah. Um, so the cast Ron Livingston, who a lot of people say, kind of like acting wise, they're kind of similar kind of actors as well, like the way the actual sure. stuff. So now I'm just going to come out and say this right. I, w- I wish it was Billy Crudup because I like continuity. Sure. But the fact it isn't doesn't really bother me because I'm like, he, he, he had such a small role in both versus Justice League as well. It's almost like, I get the feeling the role's not going to be, I think it might be bigger than that, but I don't think it's going to be massive in this film. I'll be honest. I, don't, I can't see it being. Yeah, me neither. So I'm just like, whatever. <laughs> to be honest yeah. with you. Whoever it is. Um, I'd be more bothered if they had to recast the Flash. That'd probably be a bit like, oh, you know. After all this time, <laughs> yeah, that would be a. Bu- I mean, you know, cause... recast the Flash or recast. Um, I can't think of else. Say Ben Affleck couldn't do it, so they got in John Hamm. I'd be pretty like, oh. I mean, they won't do that, but you know what I mean, don't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm not really bummed out about Henry Allen getting recast. So yeah. It's a bit like when they recast Larry in Man of Steel when the original actress dropped out and the I mean the person they brought in the, I can't I can't pronounce her name at all. She was great. Um, yeah, I don't yeah, think yeah, I wasn't bothered. I wasn't like oh that's a shame. I was like oh I recast her okay. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. I mean obviously she hadn't played it before but sure. So yeah. So what have you got any thoughts on this casting or are you just like me yeah, just I mean, like he's yeah, a competent cool. actor. I think he'll do a fine job. Um, yeah. yeah. Office Space I believe it was. I've never seen that film actually. Right. Yeah. 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 Doesn't he use the plot from Superman 3 or something with the half sense or something? Yeah, a little bit, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I might have to give it a watch sometime. I, di- I didn't fancy it when I saw the trailer. I thought, and oh, and then they, they filled out a couple of other roles as well, but they're all undisclosed, and they're all people... I've yeah, there's some of. there's some YouTube guy in there. Yeah, um, yeah. I forgot we hadn't done a news episode for a while, so I've not, I, didn't, I didn't go that far back. But yeah, those, those are all unconfirmed, so we can't really speak about them because we don't know who they are. Well, I know. It, it, I think they probably are in it, but who are they playing? You know? <laughs> Like, so we'll just again, yeah, them kind of rolls for me. I'm just like filling who you want. Um, so moving on to more casting, Shazam Fury of the Gods. Uh, Helen Mirren has been cast as Hespera, daughter of Atlas. And per the official description, Hespera, I believe it's pronounced Hespera, am I pronouncing it right? Yeah, yeah, that's how I pronounce it. Oh, Hespera, Hespera, maybe whether it's right or not, I don't know, but that's how I yeah. pronounce it. Whatever, He's described as the daughter of Atlas, though she doesn't have a clear DC Comics counterpart. Also, oh, she's not; she's a new character, is she? Oh. 
Atlas is the name of several DC comic characters inspired by the Titan of ancient Greek mythology. The most famous enduring version created by the legend of Jack Kirby in 1975. So, she's playing a villain who is this daughter of this god, so it kind of makes sense. So, she's Fury, a god. Fury of the gods, yeah, makes sense. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, I, I've got to admit, I don't know what the hell is going to happen in this film. I, is, um, what's his face coming back? Um, Mark Strong. Strong, is he coming back? As far as I know, yeah. And then, obviously, we, we, we assume we're getting Mr. Mine because he was... In the little preview of that, we have a presence, but I don't know if it'll be huge. I I think if anything, he's going to be the guy behind the scenes doing all that. That's yeah, because I don't think you could you could. But that's why. See, for me, maybe they shouldn't have revealed him in Shazam because the most shocking thing about Mister Mind is he is just like this little like worm thing. Yeah. You know, so I mean, I I got I got really excited when I saw him, but maybe maybe they'll reveal it because. They want you to think, oh, what's he going to do? And then uh, through the course of the film, you kind of forget about it, and then they bring it back, and it's like, yeah, look who's responsible for all this. I have a feeling they're going to do the whole, it's going to end up turning into a giant worm or something thing, and I'm like, don't do that. They do it in films called Tower. Yeah, yeah, that, that <laughs> I hope they don't do, yeah. Um, but I, I, I mean, I think I was the only one in the cinema like, <gasps> when I saw Mr. Mind, because I saw him in the glass right at the beginning of the film. Yeah. You know, so I got really excited then. So I think I was the only person who got really excited. Well, I knew who it was. I knew who it was because I read the comic, right? So yeah, 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 yeah. But so I'm not brave and the bold as well. I did a great version of him. Um, but yeah, Helen Mirren, what, what a great, what a great cast member. Oh, she's, she's brilliant. Top not. And again, she was probably on the. She's probably on the classics list. Oh, absolutely. Okay. <laughs> Back in the day, yeah, for uh, Excalibur. You will Excalibur. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, but. Just immense talent. So again, and if you're gonna cast somebody as a daughter of a god, <clears throat> you know she fits that bill. So DC films and casting just at the minute. I mean, just it, since the DC EU started, you know, just the casting's been. Yeah. You even got you can go all the way back to Superman the movie when they got like Marlon Brando stuff, but like Nolan in the Dark Knight trilogy cast you know cast a lot of great actors as well. So yeah, they just keep for me they keep winning. Um, yeah, absolutely. And then moving on to, I thought this was this for me was the big casting news was um, Pierce Brosnan has been cast as Doctor Fate in Black Adam. Now, Doctor Fate have held off announcing the casting. I don't know if maybe they're working out or if it would just wanted to keep it a surprise. But I don't think anyone had Pierce Brosnan on a list. Of absolutely, Doctor no, Fate. absolutely not. Yeah, no. And I'm just like, whoa! When I saw it's that, ph- I was like, it's phenomenal casting. First of all, he's immensely talented. There, you know, there's you look beyond Bond. And, he's a great actor. He's done lots, he's of, great lots actor. of films. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so, the, you know, and he's just got that presence about him. Then you add the fact that he is a Bond and, and probably the one I most remember because those films came out when I was, you know, mm. able to watch them. See, I'm not really into Bond either. <laughs> yeah, which is, you're, wanna... like, you're betraying <laughs> your nation by, doing, by saying that. You know that, yeah. I'm just not a fan of those. You're going to cause an international incident now. <laughs> Brendan Law's probably um, throwing his... Uh... Oh, yeah, he's going to talk to you. He's unfriendly. <laughs> he's going to talk to me again. And he's Australian, so you'd think. Um, you know. Well, Lazenby was Australian, wasn't he? He was Bond, so... That's uh, true. <laughs> um, but... But, yeah, it's just... What a present. Like, just... Uh, 
never mind his talent, but just his presence is, is just, it's, it's per, pitch perfect for Dr. Fate. I think the cast for Black, see, Black Adam, I, this, this casting meant Black, I mean, I was excited about Black Adam, this has made it, my, I'm really, I, this is like my number one most anticipated DC film now. I'm just like, well, this and The Flash, they're on kind of an even yeah, game, yeah, but, my, yeah. but I cannot wait for this film. And, you know, obviously, I have my Henry Cavill hopes with this series of films, Black Adam and Shazam and that, but I don't even care if he doesn't turn up in this. Like, I'm not expecting him to be, you know, that that's not going to change the film one way. I'm, yeah. I'm just so excited. Like, the cast, just, what a cast. <laughs> and, and have you seen somebody did a side-by-side of Pierce Brosnan? And the character of Ken Nelson. Yeah, I think I sent you it. Yeah, and they look, and they look, identi- <laughs> they look identical. Yeah, they really do. Because that, they, um, I watched a, a Netflix film called Eurovision with uh, Will Ferrell, and Pierce Brosnan is he plays his dad in it. Yeah. And the it's a comedy. It's it's really funny actually. Give it a watch. Um, and he looks like that and that with the beard and all that sort of stuff. So. And he seems really excited. Like he, he commented on Twitter about you know joining the project. He seems really excited. So, <clears throat> it probably is because bank. And, and again, for him, for him, <laughs> understand he could probably show that to his grandkids or whoever. You know, it's crazy to see, think we're going to see him in a yeah Doctor Fate outfit, and I mean he's probably going to have a helmet on for most of it. Because well, and think about it for the visual of big visual effects, he doesn't have to be in the suit. He could just pull a he could just pull a RDJ in, yeah. in his you know his face. See, you know, like the we always talk about these characters that are not quite A characters, and you've got like. Doctor Fate is kind of a. I've realised recently, like he's a character I absolutely love. Like when I've watched, whenever he's in anything, I get kind of excited. Like when he was on like Smallville and you know in the Young Justice and stuff, it was like a great. And he's been in the Justice League and Superman and all that in the DCAU as well. So, in fact, I believe the actor who was in who played him in that was rumoured to be in talks for the film at one point. So I don't know if that was true or if it was coming from a dodgy source, but. <laughs> It could have been because a lot of people thought they were going to go like that kind of way, didn't you? And cast like, like an Egyptian or uh, yeah, because all you really need is. is... <clears throat> but it's such a it's got such a diverse cast. It's got like you know, people have like yeah. various ethnicities. Aldous so. Hodge as Hawkman. Have you seen? Did you see that picture? I'm working out the other day. Oh, he's he's huge. He's he's going to look great as Hawkman. <laughs> I wonder if we're going to get Shearer in this or not. I heard not because there was some contractual reasoning. The, so they can't use the character. The, the, the Rock says the intention. The Rock says, yeah. yeah. The, the, the original. Yeah. It doesn't matter what the Rock says. The, the original intention was for her to be in there, but then. Ah, okay. The way certain things worked out couldn't happen. Some of these things at DC make you laugh for this. Like, I remember yeah, um, the Ra- rules, Raven the, rules. the Bold couldn't use Wonder Woman in, in an episode by herself. Why? <laughs> I just don't get it. It's because stupid. people are apparently going to get confused with the animated uh, version and the Gal Gadot version. Well, I tell you, the worst one ever was the. I know we're not on about this, but the bat embargo when the Batman weren't allowed to use the Scarecrow or Two Face because of the film. It's a kid's cartoon, man. Does it matter? Yeah, I don't. I don't understand. Oh. And then did Justice League Unlimited weren't allowed to use any Batman characters because of the because of the Batman. Well, <laughs> anyway, at least they're embracing the multiverse now. So yeah, but but and yet we still can't have 
Batman shot Batman. You can have <laughs> yeah. Bruce well, Wayne, big Bruce Wayne. Bruce Wayne. Batman, sounds like a sounds like a yoga. Yeah, well, there you go. <laughs> but no, but yeah, no, no, Batman can't do that. But the thing, and I said this when it when you know when they did the Fandor multiverse chat, I said. That doesn't mean they can just go and make a Batman show. Like, I was talking to someone the other day on the internet, and on Twitter, and they were saying how oh, the CW should have done a Superman show soon. I'm like, they couldn't because Belanti only got the rights to do it, like, at yeah. a certain point. So, you, you can obviously, you can say they should have let him, but they didn't. So, that's just how it works. Like, you, know where Bruce use... Wayne, you know where Bruce Wayne will show up? I, I'm, I'm more convinced now than ever. Go on. In Gotham PD. Yeah, probably. You, uh, Robert Pattinson. I think so. Yeah, I think so as well. Well, we've got him on Titans as well, so. Maybe we'll and get then, some and then we'll see. We'll see a stand double in <laughs> shadows. Yeah, as always. <laughs> so shame it won't. Shame it's just a throne in his size because they do it. It's a good. But moment. really, if it's a shadowy Batman, does he have to be? True. I don't know if he's. I think he's a bit taller than Rob, though, isn't he? Rob's. Rob's quite. I think Rob's about six one, is he or something? I think, so. I think Ben's the tallest Batman we've had in here. At six. I'm thinking Kilmer was quite tall. It's Kilmer six. I don't know. Anyway. I think so speaking of DC films, so we have a slate, and I'm going to read it out in a minute, but I'm just going to say I've not been this excited about a series of films coming out since we had Batman vs Superman, um, the Suicide Squad, and we knew Wonder Woman and just see were coming because he has kind of been a bit scattered since which obviously the covid thing happened and kind of caused a lot of issues but this this series of film i'm excited about all of them so i'll just read them all out so the suicide squad august 6 2021 so that's our that's our last film we're going to get this year our big one um which is obviously because of covid and stuff which is why this is worked out the way it has um the batman march the 4th 2022 uh july 29th 2022 we're getting black adam and the rock did that awesome yeah times square thing that was a great he said he had an announcement, and that, you know me and my Twitter arguments. Some do it. He's got a huge announcement. He never said. I'm like, he never said it was huge. He never said it was major. He said he's got an announcement. Yeah, because everybody was like, oh, here comes Henry Cavill. No, I. Do you know what we've said about other? If Henry's in this, they're not going to reveal other. They're going to want to keep it secret. If they did, the trades would have announced it like every other casting that's yeah, happened yeah, in this yeah. movie. Yeah, yeah, it won't be the Rock going. Yeah, we've got Cavill. Um, and I, I said, I think I said to you probably that it's going to be released there or filming date or something like that. So. Or a picture of him in the suit, which would have been cool. Yeah, which I think was that that was the best we could have got was a picture. That'll of him probably the suit. come when they start the day they start filming. Well, <laughs> do you know what I think? I think I think they might save some stuff for fandom. I've got a feeling. But is there a confirmed fandom too? Has that been? I thought there was. There's going to be in there. Do you see how successful last one was? There should be. Cause... Yeah. Well, it'd be, be, it'd be better this year. It was the I mean, best eight hours strapped to my chair I've ever had. Well, <laughs> some of it on that Monday when I had to sit for that Sunman. Yeah, oh, well, I did take bathroom <laughs> breaks a certain time. Yeah, I think it'll be better this time because a lot of the stuff, they didn't have a lot of footage or images to show from stuff because, like, stuff had not been out of film and yeah, just kept think going. About it. The Flash and Shazam or Black Yeah, Adam. but not not just films. You had, like, TV shows as well. Like, the, the Flash did a trailer because they had three episodes they hadn't been out of show. So, yeah, <laughs> things like that, so... Uh, I think it'd be better if they do it this time. Do you know what I would give them some advice, though? I would have a movies and TV um, separate events, like, on different days, and I'd maybe do TV first because people get more excited about the films. Yeah. Just my two cents on it. Also, for the love of God, whatever you do, if they do another one, if you put Green Lantern into the promo picture, 
you better announce something about Green Lantern, because otherwise there's going to be tantrums galore. Would well, you remember the secret panel that never happened? I almost wondered if there was, because obviously all that stuff came out about Jeff Johns at the time and all that kind of stuff. I almost wondered if there was a bit of a, yeah, maybe you shouldn't show up for this and we shouldn't do it. And I, I, not saying he was involved in it, but I think something happened that stopped him having a secret panel because there was a secret. But you could have. But, 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 it could be anything, but. But again, let's say if it was the show, right? If it was the the upcoming HBO Max show, mm. you could have still had Berlanti and Guggenheim. They're the main producers. I mean, it might not be able to do with that. <laughs> but I'm just no, saying. No, but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. If you're gonna put yeah. Green Lantern on the poster, you know you better you better announce. Yeah, because they could have even had ten minutes just talked a little bit about what it was gonna be about because we know what it's gonna we kind of know a little bit right now like we know it's gonna be like separate Green Lantern. Yeah, they could have done what they did for the Flash movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we got that awesome image that that drawn image of Keaton. Oh. And... <laughs> Which you did missed? You... you missed, didn't you? We had, we, me, me and Donny mentioned it. And you went what? <laughs> yeah, you're like, wait a minute, that was Keaton's Batman. Because like, I, I just saw Shadow and Batman, I'm like, yeah, I know Batman's in the cool. And then, and then you're like, that's Keaton's Batman. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. And <laughs> I, I zoomed in. No, I zoomed in. I zoomed in. And I'm like, oh my God, it's the yellow oval. That's Keaton, baby. <laughs> and again, they've now, just to go back to my point, they've sold t shirts with that goddamn picture on it. Yeah. If he's done in the film, this is the biggest <laughs> black face in World Wars history. Um, and then I wanted to talk about these two separately before we do the last one because these are a bit close and I want to get your thoughts on it. So, The Flash, November 4th, 2022. Aquaman 2, December 16th, 2022. Do you get a feeling one of them's going to move? I think it'll be Aquaman. <sighs> do you know Visual what? effects will take longer on Aquaman than they will on The Flash. That's true, but Flash could potentially move up to late October. I mean, then again, do you want to be coming out in October because there'll be other stuff coming out? But now I've got two thoughts on this. Is there anything DC coming out in August of that year? No, but but Black Adam's end of July, so you can't really. You could maybe do end of September. See, we know because of COVID. There's gonna be some. T- there's gonna be some films coming out on top of one another because of the way things have gone. Because then yeah, you get these films out. I don't think Warner Brothers would want to have two DC films essentially. Probably not. But I'm gonna play devil's advocate here. Aquaman in December last time made a billion dollars. So are you gonna really move it from December again? Do you know what I mean? You're right, but it all depends on when they get started. That, that's the key thing. I mean, because... if it comes out, if Flash comes out November four, is that? Aquaman two December sixteenth. That is that's that's like six or seven weeks later, isn't it? Because think about it. Think They're going to move it. They're going to move it. Just think about it. Flash, um, Flash would get the benefit of the Thanksgiving holiday. Hmm. Aquaman would get the Christmas and New Year bump. Which is why it made a billion dollars last time. <laughs> so, in fact, the, the thing about Christmas to say as well is several films can kind of survive together because I know Bumblebee didn't do like enormous, but Bumblebee still did quite decent, didn't it, in December? Yeah, listen, though... it, it did enough that, that, that Paramount's got, to my recollection, yeah. three yeah. Transformers films, you know, yeah. different yeah. stages of production, which no, I'm, which I'm excited for. Mary Poppins kind of flopped, but I think that was just because yeah. people didn't want to see a new Mary Nobody Poppins film. Yeah. In fact, wasn't it, wasn't it Campier saying, Aquaman does not want to go up against Mary Poppins, and then 
1.5 billion left, all right? <laughs> so uh, one point. I like, take that, um, take that umbrella and show it. Yeah. <laughs> Here's a trident. <laughs> um, and then the last one was Shazam Fury of the Gods, June 2nd, 2022, which seems so far away. Uh, <laughs> I like that Black Adam is coming before Shazam. And I'll tell you why. Sorry, 2023, not 2022. Yeah, yeah. I like that Black Adam is coming before Shazam because Black Adam is going to give Shazam, you know, a good rub. You know, Black up, Adam's going to turn up at the end of Shazam, in my opinion. In the wrestling, you know, the wrestling phrase, yeah. Black Adam will give Shazam a good rub. You know, and, and, <laughs> the Rock's going to do a Scott Hall and uh, yeah, he's, like, he's going to do. He, no, he's not going to do the best on. Yeah, he's not going to do. Yeah, he's going to see him. Basically, hey, yo. <laughs> no, basically, you know what's going to happen? They're going to have Shazam like being a big rescue in a public location, and there's going to be a bunch of people behind a barricade. <laughs> <laughs> and then, oh, like, let's say it's Times Square, okay? Let's just say. <laughs> okay. And all of a sudden, the music's going to hit, you know, the, the O3 heel version of the rock theme. Oh, uh, yeah. And when he's going to walk. When he was cocky rock, yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's going to come out in the, in the Black Adam costume. <laughs> <laughs> and the movie's gonna end. It's gonna fade to black on the eyebrow raise, and then boom, that's it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I, I think Black Adam's gonna show up the end, whether it's post credit or end of film, just as a little tease to set up the showdown. Yeah, oh yeah. They'd be stupid not to, I think, at that point as well, because I think a lot of people were disappointed he didn't turn up in the first one, but we know why he did. Oh, they kind of technically did as a kind of a hologram type thing, and it kind of looked like The Rock as well. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, the eyebrow. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So before we get to our trailer review, we're going to talk a little bit about David Ayer's Suicide Squad. So because he did an interview recently yeah. um, with Entertainment Weekly. So basically, kind of because Anne Sarnoff basically gave a cold hard no, which at that point I think she should have got a rock bomb. But <laughs> since I mentioned the rock, um, so David Ayer kind of pulled a few quotes out. I pulled a few quotes out anyway. So David Ayer said. I get it, it's a business. It's frustrating because I made a really heartfelt drama and it got ripped to pieces. They tried to turn it into Deadpool, which it just wasn't supposed to be. And then you take the hit, you're the captain of the ship. My name was on it, then he laughed. Even though it didn't represent what I actually made, I would take all the bullets and be a good soldier. I made an amazing movie. It's an amazing movie. It scared the S out of the executives. So there's another quote, but I thought we'd talk about that one first. So basically, it scared the Shazam out of the executives? Yes, he said the Shazam out of the executives. Now... That's what happened to Zack Snyder, isn't it? Basically, <laughs> they kind of took his film and made it into something it wasn't supposed to be. Which we've said before, you know, we, we don't condone Joss Whedon as a person and all that, what he's done. If Joss Whedon had made Justice League from start, we think it would have been a much better product. Yeah, it would have been a good movie, yeah, yeah. If they'd have got Tim Miller in to do Suicide Squad from start, it would have been a better product. To take a, a product of David Ayer, that David Ayer did and then try and twist it into something it wasn't is probably why it came out like it did, even though I kind of like that film at the same time. Yeah. So it's just interesting, obviously. I mean, what are your thoughts on just that, what he said, and kind of like the. I still think we'll get the air cut at some point. I just think it'll be. A, a I while think away. part of the reason it's not happening right now, it would be brand confusion. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. He's even right. said that himself. Yeah. Like, you know. But, it would you be counterintuitive. Yeah, year after, could you just. A year, a year or so after, probably you could. Mm. Yeah, uh, I mean, the the difference is where you know if we're talking, what happened with Suicide Squad and what happened with Justice mm. League. Yeah, it's not quite the same, but it's similar. The the major difference is 
one was insanely profitable. Mm. That's yeah, the, that's true. Yeah, it did do really well. So yeah. there's no real inclination on Warner Brothers' part to say, well, you know, we, we made $756 million on the theatrical. Mm. Why are we, why are we, why are we putting out another version? You know what I mean? Do you, yeah, but do you not think because it would cost them so little, it's kind of a no-brainer, like at the same time, like... I, I get that. Especially for it, HBO Max, you know, for, for that. But, but, for that. It, but it's like, at that point, they're like, they don't, they, they don't have to. See, I think part of the problem is too, when they made the deal for Zack Snyder's Justice League, HBO Max had zero content and all, like, you know, what Friends Yeah, of course it was a different Wow, episode. Friends and were like, yay, you know. And I think but, as well, like, I, David kind of did get kind of wronged here, but, you know, Zack got treated like crap because his daughter had died and all that, and it was a far worse thing. Yeah. David just kind of got the the shaft like we've seen directors get like all the time with it. Like yeah. you might like a film from the '80s and the director will like, oh no, I don't like it because they took it away from me and made it display it on. But this yeah. is just typical Hollywood studio. Yeah, where, where, and, it, so. and so again, I, I just think that you know right now HBO Max has their entire film slate. Yeah, yeah. There, what like what do they need? They don't yeah. need to do anything with it now. But when maybe maybe when I think it's twenty twenty two in it when stuff's gonna be it's gonna be in the cinemas for six weeks and then go to the yeah. HBO Max for a month or whatever. That might be a time when they think, right, we need some more content now. And I've actually thought about it recently because there's a lot of films that Warner Brothers own that have kind of like Superman two, Richard Donner. There was this pre there was this Exorcist prequel they made called uh, Exorcist the Beginning. They didn't like it, so they completely reshot the whole film. It flopped. Then they brought out the other version, which also flopped because they were both crap, basically. But I could see a scenario where Warner Brothers did do like a, a thing on HBO Max, like a director's cut corner, and they've kind of got all the director's cuts as like a, you know, like because I know that another don't own Alien, but like Alien Three, there was a director's cut of that that was kind of famous and stuff. So it could be something they could look to do in future that might be kind of like the. Yeah, norm. I just think that yeah. right now, I get why they why they have no interest. Yeah, in yeah. I just didn't like that when she just kind of flat out said no. Maybe she could have been a bit more diplomatic about it, and you know, said like maybe someday, just not right now or something. You know, just something a bit more. Yeah. It was just like a hard no. I, I think a lot of that was to counter, and unfortunately, I think this is the case. For all the good people in in in, in the center movement, right? Hmm. And I think the majority of them probably are good people. Yeah, yeah. But. The, the issue for that fandom is the loud minority is so loud, obnoxious, and annoying. I get that, yeah. That the studio just wanted to say, we're cutting everything, we're, we're doing a hard no, just to just to basically say, you can you can you can moan and, and, and scream about it all you want, but it's a no. And I think that's part of the that's part of the reasoning why it was released when it was and the tone. Of, of, of I the, get it. I I think it was the wrong decision though to do that. Right. I think yeah, yeah, I yeah. messed up. But and I think to come out before you've got any streaming numbers for a thing is ridiculous yeah. as well. That was, but you know, I almost I get why they're not doing it now. But I kind of think like David himself gets why they're not doing it now. But at the same time, I just like just just say a hard no. Yeah, it's. Just go maybe one day. Again, know, I know. think I think it's unfortunate. Anything can happen in Hollywood, you know. Yeah, I, I think it's unfortunate that he's getting, you know, the air cut is getting lumped in mm-hmm. with 
with the studio's frustration with of the loud minority yeah, of, yeah. The, of the Snyder fan base. That's what I think but, is it's you know, the issue. Culture Nerd said that apparently that you know when the, oh, the, the air cut was done, according it to was Culture done. Nerd. You know the budget for Zack Snyder's Justice League was they were using some of it for the air cut, so yeah, they were going to put Steppenwolf in the end. And I'm like, yeah, it's oh, right, Culture, okay. uh, his ad is getting terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Zoic Studios. Anyway, um, the other thing he said was, and I wanted to bring this up because there's all this argument about canon at the minute. So he put. I think studios see now there is a ca- there can be canon, there can be non-canon. The fans just want to touch it, and he's basically just saying like, just release whatever, and people will accept it. Which we've said many times on this podcast. Forget canon. If it's a good film, people will go see it. Yeah. Um, but then you've got people arguing online about canon recently, and like, why are people so bothered about what's canon? Like the comics canon is such. A, look at the comics canon now. It's not what it was twenty years ago, is it? <laughs> no, but the, but, the, but again, the comics are the comics, and let's. I mean, the movies don't. The movies or the TV shows don't have to be a slave to to those. Yeah, I think like like I told you with Batwoman, you know, Kate Kane is in the comics Batwoman. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now she can't be. So, since there is no Richard Grayson, Tim Drake, etc., or or, or or I mean, there was. There was a, a Helena Bertinelli in the in the Arrowverse, but Crisis, so who knows? But you can you can make Kate whichever you can give her whatever alias you want, and the fact that it doesn't line up with comics can who cares? It's well, a they're show. talking they're talking about movie like you know this whole like Warner said you know like the Justice League theatrical cut Snyder himself is canon right to what they're doing now. For me, if you want to watch Jackson Justice League as the canon, just just watch it as the canon Justice League. What does yeah. it matter? Like, what? I don't understand this this need. Like, there's already been things that have happened in in other films that have kind of contradicted other films anyway. Yeah, like you know, even the MCU said it, and that's kind of supposed to be a, a tight knit thing. Like I said, you in like in my head, ca- in my head canon, right? <laughs> After Batman Returns, you know. Michael Keaton's Batman and Michelle Pfeiffer's Catwoman yes. hook up, yeah, yeah. and 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 the 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 Huntress and Birds of Prey is born. Yeah, the that's TV series. Yeah, yeah. yeah, my head. Yeah. That's my head canon. I understand that that Batman Forever totally farts on my canon, and, <laughs> and and so does you know, and so does whatever Michael Keaton's going to do in the Flash. He's probably going to piss on my canon, but again. I don't care because when I go to the movies, I'm not expecting them to align with my canon. Whatever they do, yeah. I can still have my. Nobody can take away my crazy headcanon away from me. <laughs> it just doesn't make any I mean, they can, they, can, they can give me a mental uh, lobotomy. You want to know the funniest thing, right? Yeah. The, you know, the, in, in both Justice Leagues, the mirror scene, right? Whether it's British accent or American accent, right? Yeah. They both say things that contradict the Aquaman film. Yeah. Like because she mentions her parents in both cuts that they died. They didn't. Her dad's in uh, Aquaman. I just I'm just like, right, fine. <laughs> I don't care. I just don't get this obsession with what is canon and what is not canon. It just it drives me up the wall. It's ridiculous. If you, if you want to watch the films in a certain order, just watch them in a certain order and then say they're all connected. At the end of the Done. day, if I want to watch, I'm not gonna let her lack her lack of a British accent in Aquaman now ruined my enjoyment of the Aquaman movie. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I don't care. <laughs> but First like, of all, 
when Amber Heard is on the screen, I'm not paying attention to what she's saying. So, because you know. Yeah, yeah. But but what I'm saying is, when you watch a that, film, you're not. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're yeah. not thinking like if you watch Batman, you're not thinking. Oh, in Batman Returns, everything looks so different. You yeah. don't think about Batman Returns. To me, all Batman. it is is oh, it's a different area of Gotham City yeah, because yeah. Yeah, but wow. When I'm saying it, when you're watching Batman, you don't think about Returns, and when you're watching Batman Returns, you don't start thinking back to Batman '89, do you? You just think well, about the, the whole, film you're the watching. The only thing you think about are the references they make to those films. Yeah, because they because they they want you to think about those things. Yeah, yeah. But, but that's it. Like... Anyway, I just thought that was interesting. Um, the David a- David Ayer seems to be in hot water with fans. Has he said something controversial recently? So I don't. What did he say? I don't know. I don't know. I think yeah. I, I think what pissed them off. Is the fact that he understand? He said, "Let James Gunn do his thing." All oh, right. No, but I think there's something else. Like I think he said something that's offended the community or something. Or because people say he's a, he's a he's a horrible person and stuff and all that. Let all me that. guess. He's a snake too now. I don't think it's all to do with that. Oh, okay. I don't know what it is. I think he's no. I don't think it's all to do with film. I think he said something about like a community or something. Or maybe I don't know. People will get cancelled for everything these days, don't they? You could oh. you could say you're having a bath and. The, he, he's worse than the world's water resources. <laughs> in the middle of in the middle of a water crisis, how dare you? So, from one Suicide Squad to another, the Suicide Squad trailer finally dropped the first one. Um, I think we're going to have a little bit of a different opinion on some of it, but just what are your overall thoughts like the trailer? And has it changed your excitement? Has it increased it, or has it decreased it, or whatever? Overall, I really, I really liked it. Um, I think my favorite parts are, well, I mean, look, I'll start with the obvious. I think Margot Robbie, just from the brief bits that we that we got, again, nails Harley Quinn. I, I think yeah, yeah. this, James Gunn will get, I think, the definitive Harley Quinn uh, I think you might be right Perfor- about that, yeah. Performance yeah. out of out of Margot. Um, and, and I think she was great in Suicide Squad and Birds of Prey as well. Yeah, no, she's been great the whole yeah. time. And, and despite my sort of lukewarm positive reaction to Birds of Prey, mm. keep, keep in mind I haven't watched it since. I was gonna, do you know what I was going to say, Adam, actually? Keep, last time I watched it, I enjoyed it even more last time. I think I, I haven't watched I'll, I'll be brutally honest. I own it. I haven't watched it yet since the, the theatrical yeah. experience. Yeah. So maybe that'll be an upcoming. Uh, which is the last movie, commentary. by the way? Which is the last movie I watched in theaters? Mm. You know. Same here, mate. Same here. Uh, I had. To I, think spend, I, wa- I think I might have all this T-shirt. I had to spend my last <laughs> experience with my on-screen uh, girlfriend, um, <laughs> but uh, my multiverse wife, Earth Number Two. Just get uh, the pen back out. Margot <laughs> Robbie. <laughs> Anyway, um, but so I think she's going to get the definitive performance uh, for Harley. Uh, and, and before I move on to some of the things I like, as much as I say, you know, when a char- when an actor is done, somebody else takes up the role, we've got to accept it. And I, I'll, I'll do that when the time comes. Mm. But two things. It's going to be really hard for me to do. Yeah, yeah. Because she's on the level of Christopher Reeve, Hugh Jackman. 
know. Well, uh, do you know that, that that's one for me when they cast Wolverine. I'm going to find it hard to watch someone else's Wolverine because Hugh Jackman yeah. was so. Because she's under Christopher Reeve, Hugh Jackman level. Yeah, yeah. Downey uh, Jr. Iron Man. Yeah, Downey Jr. Yeah, that's well, correct. Yeah. And and what's his name? Steve. Uh, Chris, Chris Evans. Evans. Yeah. yeah, I agree with that one. So yeah. So I'm going to have a hard time. I will eventually, but I'll have a hard, a hard time. And to Margot, please stay as long as you humanly possibly can, please. Seems to enjoy it, doesn't she, sir? Uh, and yeah. also, I already want a James Gunn-led HBO Max miniseries starring Margot Robbie. Well, so, stay off Twitter tomorrow because April Fools will probably try and trick some people. Some jerk already did that, and I was so pissed off, and I'm like, oh. you can't even give me two days before this bull. Starts. I didn't even see that, but I thought. The thing about tomorrow as well, April 1st, is there's going to be a lot of stuff like that. Like, um, I once so, fell for one years ago when Tom, thought Tom Welling was casting Superman Returns and it was April Fool's. Are you ready for another Tom Welling report, Stephen? Yeah, <laughs> it's coming. You know what's coming. <laughs> he's going to finally wear the suit. Tom was it, casting right, Batman, before he's we move on, be... was it last year or the year? But there was some news came out in like Variety. On April Fool's Day, weren't they? And we were all like, and it ended up being true, and I can't what the hell it was, and it's been bugging me thinking back to what it was. And we were all kind of like, wait a minute, it's right, it's got to be real, and it was, it was on April so, 1st. Somebody's going to say, I'll tell you this right now, somebody's going to write a report saying Tom Lawling starring in J.J. Abrams' Superman movie. You just what? <laughs> no, no, just what? I'm telling you, it's coming. Just yeah. wait. And then next time we record, if you see that article, be ready for me to pat myself on the back and spit on my gum like Mr. Perfect. I'll put I'll put a screen grab up of it as well if it happens. Yeah, yeah. so I said it. There it is. Um, but Sorry, back uh, to this trailer. Uh, aside from Margot, I loved the team dynamic. The banter between John Cena's Peacemaker and Idris Elba's Oh, God, yeah. That was my favorite thing of the trailer, yeah, yeah. was great. Um I and, love Id- Idris Elba. He's just so effing cool, man. I just love that guy. Yeah, he should have been John Stewart. Uh, but anyway, um, I think he could have. I think there's a multitude of roles he could have played. I oh, kind of like his blood spark. Yeah, I mean, no, no, me too. But he could have yeah, played. Yeah. Um, so I love their banter. Um, <laughs> I really, really think that the character that's going to steal the show. Is King Shark. I think he will in some respect. I think John Cena is going to steal it. Though. Oh yeah, John, but we won't be able to see that performance. So I, I think, yeah, I think he, I think King Shark is going to give us that. You know, because in Guardians of the Galaxy, Groot was just so awesome and funny, even though he said th- three words, right? Yeah. I think King Shark will be like that. Like yeah. he'll steal. Yeah, it that's what respect. I mean. That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because seeing the visual, we, we said, didn't we, Guardians? We were both like a talking raccoon, talking tree, and they were the best two characters in it. Yeah. Like, <laughs> like, think about it. And I love Guardians of the Galaxy. I just want to like that first Guardians of the Galaxy. See, so good. A couple things that got me were when you see him, like, he's smacking on a, on a soldier's head as if it's Mad. like it's beef jerky. You know, <laughs> and he sliced alone, man. It sliced alone. And then he rips him apart. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then when I heard uh, he's using a hand, and I heard yeah. slice the hand, I'm like, oh my god, it's Rocky as King Shark. I'm like, see, I didn't even pick up on it in the trailer. I heard it after when they announced it on socials. I was like, I oh need, my god, I need a scene where King Shark screams for Harley, 
like Rocky scream for Adrian. <laughs> I need, I need that in this film, like multiple. <laughs> so please, somebody give it to me. I think he should call John Cena Thunderlips. <laughs> yeah, you know they got to make a joke about John Cena where, for what a brief second, and like it's a split second and you miss it, where all you see is the helmet and, and nothing else because you can't see him. <laughs> you know the whole the whole joke. Mm. Like, yeah, I mean, this thing is so over the whole. <laughs> like, why not take advantage of it? Um, and so, just, like the the the, the violence. The gore, it looks, like, it looks very okay. violent. This is called the Suicide Squad, and they're gonna live up to that moniker in this. Movie. Well, just before we go, like I, I'm gonna say right now, right? I first time I watched the chat, I wasn't that. Key. I hated the song choice. I still think the song choice. Yeah, I didn't like the song choice. Yeah, watching it again with my wife and she thought it looked great. I kind of enjoyed it a bit more. Um, I'm not worried about if I'm gonna enjoy this film, but I, I've, I've come to remember realize something in this trailer. I like trailers. I like the story trailer, which will be the next trailer. That's the kind of trailers I get into. So I think for me, that was kind of put me off. But the only other one little tiny thing, I just, when it started, I wasn't sure about the way it was filmed. It kind of looked a bit grainier than I expected, if that makes sense. And it was very, it's very daylight. It's all, in, it seems to be mostly in the daylight as well. And I kind of like that. The first Suicide Squad, it's pretty much all at night. And I kind of prefer that aesthetic. So. I'm sure I'll be fine with it once I... I think once I sit and sit and watch this film, I think I'll love it, because I don't think I'll have the hang-up. Because trailer, trailers on it... You can't, you, trailers look great, and the film's crap. Or I mean, trailers, look, you can have a great trailer, and then the movie's a part yeah. of... You know. In fact, how many comedies have you watched where the trailer's been funny, and then the film's not? Like, Dodgeball, I went to see that because the trailer was not funny, and then the film was brilliant, so... don't know. But you know what you were mentioning about the Suicide Squad? and Because like, there's that many cast members, we're going to get some... Because we literally just got slipped night in the first one, didn't we? Well, let's be honest. Polkadot Man's probably going to die. <laughs> he so did that line, he says. When they just said, we're all going to die. And he goes, I hope so. And he just almost like, oh, for God's sake. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that, was, that was great, yeah. Um, Do you know what's funny? And I, I like the part where, uh, what did Hardy oh. say to the thinker? Which is like, if anything you say... Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they say, like, if you do this... Because it's basically like the, the speech you did in the first time when he's like, you vex me, you die, and all that. And he's like, I can be quite vexed, that one. They kind of did it with him, didn't they? And she says something like, if you cough or something, don't you? And he's like, what? what? He's, like, he's like, we're not going to die, but that's not yeah, the like, to cough. He's like, Hardy, <laughs> this, this isn't a... This isn't a, 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 a license for you to just kill whoever you want. Yeah, he's like, but I don't recommend coughing with, without covering your mouth. You but know. that bit where they got to rescue her at the beginning, and she's already yeah. scared. And, and she's like, what are you doing here? We're going to rescue her. I can go back inside and we can pretend. <laughs> and he's like, well, we couldn't rescue her. Yeah. <laughs> and Major Selva's just hanging up wall. <laughs> but that's what I mean. Like, it's those little moments where I'm like, okay, he's going to deliver a Harley Quinn uh, performance out of her. Yeah. Like, yeah. we haven't seen yet. Um, so, yeah, no, overall, I, I really like that it's a hard R. And it's thought, actually... Yeah. It's right. actually going to live up to the Suicide Squad name. Yeah. I, well, I mean, I have, Harley's I have not going to die, I don't think. No, Harley's not going to um, die. Oh, if she does, it'll be seemingly, and then we'll be somewhere where she gets up later, yeah. or something like that, to the credit. And maybe give her Boom. a series where we introduce Poison Ivy. You think Boomerang's going to die? I've got a theory on this. Because he's with the other squad that looks like they're all going to... Probably, yeah. He's, he's with I the B-Squad. I don't think he's going to die. I think he's going to get possessed by... Because we know the villain Starro. I think he's going to get possessed by Starro. Good point. 
So I think some of them will die and some of them will be Star Road. And also Star Road, man. I'm kind of like I'm excited, dude. <laughs> We're freaking kaiju. <laughs> but think about it though. Like, if you're gonna do Star, you have to do it in a balls to the wall crazy movie. That, that you can't do a Justice League film with Star Road. That doesn't it? take itself overly seriously. Yeah, it's got to be in there, but. Did you before we? Do you know the guy who said we've got a freaking kaiju? The, the obviously he's an Iron Waller, the guy on the keyboard. Did you see he got his own poster and it was all pizzas? <laughs> that was I like how he almost barfed when he saw King Shark. Yeah. <laughs> but did you? Because I I knew Star Wars was gonna be. I think did you know too? Because there'd been some set leaks, something yeah, of people yeah, with. Yeah. Which is kind of funny because it is almost a similar thing to the. First one in a way because they get turned into these mindless, yeah, whatever the hell they were with weird eyes, super putties. I call them from which, Barbie. um, I think David S. said that they they came from he had a bad dream and that's what he dreamt of, so that's what it looks like. Or, like, what the hell are you dreaming about, dude? Um, but yeah, I'm like, Star and I've got comics with Star I I love Star I think Star so cool. I, I said the CW if they ever do because they were supposed to do their own Justice League, but half of them have left. If they ever do do like a team up next crossover, they should do Star on, on the CW. There's like six chairs, but room for. Wait a minute, these three are leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, room for more. Nobody wants to be in this Justice League. Ben, but, ben um, Affleck, <laughs> when Ben when they saw that line in, in the Justice League, and the CW was like, "Oh yeah, you think that's bad? Hold that beer, watch everybody." <laughs> so do you know the the, the Star Because we don't really see Star kind of close up. We saw. Yeah. We do, you do see him, I think, because as soon as that thing starts, you see a part of his floor, tentacle. Yeah, yeah, I thought that it's Star or that. I knew because I'd seen the pictures also. But I, I'm really excited that it's Star because I think, and it's in Carto Maltese in it, which was in Batman '89, and yeah, that so, might return. So it's on an island, which makes sense. That's why the Justice League out there. And also, <laughs> if you know Michael Keane's Batman does get phased into this universe, can you imagine a scene? With Margot's Harley <laughs> and Michael's Bruce Wayne. Like, he's going to have... No, he's going to be like, no, no. I thought you were going to say Kim Basinger. <laughs> yeah, I mean, no, but can you imagine how just absolutely, like, disgusted and annoyed Michael Keaton's Batman would be with Harley Quinn? Yeah. He'd be like, wait, there, there's some again, woman that would... It, that would you know, date the Joker? What is it? It was a, it was a bit gullible with Catwoman in return, so maybe he'd be a bit gullible. No, but he'd be, he'd be <laughs> sickened by the fact that there's a woman that would actually date. Yeah, yeah, yeah. A version of the Joker. Like yeah, just yeah. the look of his on his face would be one of absolute disgust. Yeah, yeah. Did you see there was the clip of uh, Polka Dot Man? It looked like a flashback, or was in like a disco. So I assume it was happy at one, happy at one point of his life. At some point, he was, yeah. <laughs> But I wondered it because one of the things I loved about the Suicide Squad that we got, and I don't think this actually was meant to originally be in it, was the little video things. You know, the is the list of who they are and what they're yeah, doing. Yeah. Do you think they might do something like that again, or do you think because there's a lot of characters in this, so they might not be? They able might to recreate somewhere. something like that. Because my my thought process is, I think Boomerang leads that squad into Cotton Maltese, and they all die and get Star Road. Yeah. And then they get they get sent in. That's my thought process. Probably, on it. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think but, you take what works, what worked from the... Because a lot the, of people liked that until they found out it wasn't David No, Ayer, but yeah, I, there's a misconception that, oh my God, the film was terrible. Listen, the Rotten Tomatoes critic score aside, 
you can't argue with a movie that that only costs. No, it had good legs. That film again. No, I say only. Legs. I say only like it's a, a drop in. <laughs> He's for Warner Brothers, though, isn't it? Only costs $125 million. And yeah. then to turn around and make seven hundred and that's why it got That's why it's got a sequel, though. Because... Like, <laughs> that's when people say, you know, when, and I'm not disparaging because I told you I've come around and, mm-hmm. with the Snyder Cut and all that, but that's when, when people say, you know, the reason why we're, we're partly here with Zack Snyder's iteration of the world is because of the box office of Man of Steel BBS. Yeah, yes, yeah. 872 is nothing to sneeze at. But then you got to factor in budgets. See, that's where people kind of... Yeah, yeah. That, that, that's the thing. Sometimes it's budget to... It's to the yeah, ratio... It's budget to return. So, yeah, yeah. like, Shazam, 90 million and 336... But then you go back to some of the decisions that made, and this is just a little, because did you see um, Joe Manganiello basically said there was been a couple of versions of Suicide Squad where he was supposed to be the villain, the right. Suicide Squad 2. The fact that they didn't greenlight a $40 million <laughs> yeah, Deathstroke there, there movie, I don't... That, that don't make sense, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That don't make sense to me, but... Like but anyway, a, Deathstroke, a Deathstroke movie on the cheap, on the cheap budget yeah, wise yeah, yeah, yeah. would make sense. Um, a lot of people's problems with this trailer, just going back to it, was the, the people don't like the dick jokes because there was the John Cena one, which I I thought was quite funny personally. I thought it was. Um, and he was like, if this if this if this thing was all covered in uh, dicks, I had to win it for liberty. I did all of them. <laughs> yeah, like I don't understand the negativity towards a dick joke. Like, you know, I think some people don't of, like that kind of man of steel. With yeah. the measuring dicks. Oh, that got, that got shot on that, didn't it? Everybody <laughs> got upset over that. And then in, in, uh, in the I Batman... thought that was a proper Lois Lane line, that. Yeah. As and, well. then, and then in the Batman, uh, you know, comic where where Bruce, you see his, his you know, bat pole. And <laughs> it's, it's, it's disguised in, in, you know, black. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, like, I, this aversion to to the, to the male, you know, appendage. I, I yeah. Don't, I don't want to see, I don't want to see or hear about it at every turn. No, no, no. You know, like, I, I got my fill of seeing it with Watchmen. Well, Thank you very much, IMAX. Something you might uh, find with that line is it might not be in the film because the amount of times you hear a line in the trailer is not in the film. But it's well. a joke. Like, like who yeah, cares? No, well, no. It's such a big... It's a joke I, in an R-rated movie. Yeah. This is a PG. You know, if they put a big joke in the Super Pets movie, right? <laughs> then... Which I believe is still happening, by the way. <laughs> it's supposed to be. It was I on that so, little thing we got. Point, yeah. Um... Yeah, so I think some people that don't have that, because I've got really, I love stupid stuff. That's my sense of humor. I think silly stuff's great. I think some people just don't like that kind of humor, do they? It doesn't really work. For Not them. everything has to be Shakespeare or, you know, some. Well, and I was going to say, you know, for some people, this just might not be a film for you. You know, you're not going to like, because they can't, they can't, you can't make something that please everyone. Right, uh, yeah, that's always yeah. the case. So. so, is there anything else in the trailer that you can think of you want to mention before we sign off? I think I covered everything. The character that yeah. I met. Yeah. 
I'm really looking forward to seeing that. See, the best thing about the original Suicide Squad is the character, the characters yeah. and their interactions. And so I think it's going to be the same. That, yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. the, the th- problem with the Suicide Squad 20, 20, when was it? 2016? 16 version is I think it's kind of got no middle. It's kind of got a beginning and end and no middle. And, and it's, think... also, it's also tame in the sense that who really dies. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the other thing. Slipknot, Slipknot dies. And, and, and they don't even pretend Diablo. Slipknot's not going to die, which I yeah. thought was a mistake. And then, you know, um, Flame yeah. Guy dies, doesn't he, at the end? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. And even he goes out, he goes out hero, basically. Doesn't he? It's not like, like uh, Michael Rooker, to me, Michael Rooker's character should die. I think he will. I reckon he'll have a long scene, like, you know, with that bit. Probably go out and just... <laughs> Polka Dot Man should die. Cillian's going to die, isn't he? Oh, yeah. He's going to get it. I'm the, trying to think. The finger and we still don't know how Taika Waititi's playing, because someone asked if he was playing Starro, and James Gunn said no. So I'm interested to see who he's playing. I wonder if Taika Waititi's going to do the voice of, like, a similar voice to Korg from Thor, because... Well, I didn't care. He's off ghost. His voice was hilarious. Oh yeah, brilliant, yeah. And what if he's playing? What if Taika Waititi is playing his his character from Green Lantern? <laughs> Could you imagine just to get blown up? Yeah. <laughs> Could be a blink and you miss it. And you know, yeah. since since the call, who just, was it? I yeah. hope they don't kill Boomerang off. I really do. I love Boomerang. I mean, I'd like to see him in a Flash movie, but I don't think that's going to happen. In, no, at I least don't not this Flash movie. I oh, well, he had a scene with a Flash though in Suicide Squad, so at least he's had a scene with a Flash. So, yeah. um, my my hope with him is he gets possessed by a Starro and ends up. Well, probably he'll probably fake us out. He'll get possessed by a Starro and they'll get it off him. We'll think he's safe and they'll get a bullet in it or something. Probably, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I, I I've got to admit, talking over it with you. It's made me appreciate it a bit more than I did the trailer because the stuff I'm talking about I liked. So it's yeah. just that song. I think I think that song just killed it for me. I think if it had had a better song, I think I'd have been more on board because I just don't like that kind of. It's like seventies. And I think too, one thing that we forgot that we should acknowledge. Um, um, James Gunn got one of the comic creators, John Ostrander. Yeah, he's putting the bombs in there, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. And I think that is a, a great tribute. And I think he said something, didn't he? Like, you know, it should be the guy who created the comics that puts the bombs in the in the head. Yeah. So. See, I that's like interesting. That. If they do get possessed by Star Wars, Waller could technically just... But maybe they do something and it don't work. I don't know. Just a thought, anyway. Yeah, it's going to be interesting to see. I'm looking forward that. to it. I think you've got to do it at rate as well. I think... I think I think not going, and again, David Ayer said he had a harder version. Not going yeah. the hard R with the first one. Yeah, with it, with it, with, again, with it, with, see, when people are clamoring, oh my God, I need, a, I need an R-rated Batman movie. I need an R- no, no, I don't need an R-rated <laughs> Batman movie. I need a Suicide Squad movie that's R-rated. Yeah. Because the title is literally The Suicide Squad. And... We even said, like, Birds of Prey, we think the R rating was a mistake for that film because they cut off a lot of the audience of Harley. And it didn't, when you watched it, it didn't really need... We said, Zack Snyder, Justice League, wouldn't it have been R if it had come out originally? It doesn't need to be R. So it absolutely doesn't need to be R, no. I, I'm, I'm fine with it being R because it's a four-hour special thing. But the if cut, you take out you know, a couple of F-bombs... And a bit of a blood splat, it's, it's a soft R, isn't it? 
So it's very soft. Yeah. I say let the films be the rating that they ought to be. Not don't don't try and yeah. make it a rating one way or the other. Just say like, right. Like this the, is Dark Knight, the Dark Knight trilogy showed that you could push PG thirteen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Because some of the Joker stuff is horrible. Yeah, well, they had a problem with that pen, didn't they? And then they, it, Becky Nolan were like, there's no actual, you don't see anything, it's all in your mind. Yeah. You know, <laughs> so. Which is so clever because that was disturbing, but I'm like, wait a minute. You don't actually see the pen go through his eye, so. Yeah, that just, that's that that's just filmmaking. Great filmmakers know how to do that kind of thing and make you. Yeah, so that, that's what I mean. I mean, it, it doesn't necessarily need to be our certain things don't need to be R-rated. Yeah, yeah. But it's interesting because the Batman is gonna be R rated, isn't it? But then again, when we see him beat up that thug. Wait, no, <laughs> it's never it's never been it's never been confirmed that it's gonna be R rated. That's oh, speculation. No. Oh right, okay. That's people Fine. speculating, but yeah. yeah. So yeah, so that's our uh, news and trailer. I mean, it's been a while since we did some news, although I think we did the right thing because it's been a bit slow and then all of a sudden yeah, everything just dropped in the last couple of weeks, didn't it? So, and we're probably going to get more as as filming commences on these projects. Um, I, I, when they drop the first image of Black Adam, if they drop an official image, or heaven help us, if they drop that 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 Michael Keaton image of him beside the car again, uh, you won't be. Come on, you'll be too excited. <laughs> we're going to be doing an episode. Well, I'll just you know take a <laughs> shower and then we, we come on. Yeah, but we have a lot coming up. Obviously, we've been doing the Superman and Lois thing because. Week to week, but obviously that's on a long break now. So seven weeks, all, six now. Got a lot, of, and if anything urgent breaks, we'll drop it. Well, no, we'll drop an episode in. Um, yeah, yeah. But we and if Fandom Two does happen, we'll definitely be covering Fandom. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. Although I'm not staying up this time because I was shattered last time, and then I, I was not in any state to do the podcast the day after. Yeah, no, <laughs> we had to. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, but oh, no, 100%. it's. Uh, It'll be it'll be good. We'll uh, we'll uh, we'll definitely. Uh, I can't stay up there anymore, already, man. I'm getting old, you know. <laughs> I, I fall asleep watching TV. To be honest with you, <laughs> I record things. And, like if there's a hockey game on, I'll, re- I'll record something, and then you know, <laughs> I'll, 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 I'll watch it, and then <laughs> and it's like oh my god, it's like two o'clock in the morning. I go to bed, yeah. <laughs> or then I'll, I'll see a message from you. We'll we'll banter back and forth. Then I'll go to sleep. Like, All right. Yeah, that's usually what happens. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> But usually yeah, so that's born from I'm watching something, I fall asleep on it, and then when I wake, yeah. it's like, oh. So, Definitely. Yeah. yeah. We don't know, folks. Um, yeah. What are you going to do? I'm not far off the far on now, so a couple of years. <laughs> I'm, I'm getting there. I'm, uh, hey, when when me, Black I'm Adam comes on. Old man. <laughs> when Black Adam comes out, I'll be 39. Oh, wow. So. You're not as old as you feel, Adam. That'll be exactly. I feel like I'm 22. My knee. I feel. I feel like I'm 19, but my knees feel like they're. And, and, and when the and when the Michael Keaton <laughs> news came out, I was six. <laughs> yeah. So hopefully, when the Flash comes out, I'll be six again for that whole <laughs> that whole year. I'll be six. Yeah. He's like get McDonald's once a week, the Happy Meal toys. It'll be fun. Uh, Sounds good. Sounds good. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Until until I revert back to a six year old. Um, if people want to get in touch with us uh, on social media, where do they do that, Stephen? Yep, so you can contact me on Twitter at SteveBob1984 and the various podcasts and vidcasts that Adam is a part of, and obviously I'm part of a couple of them. Uh, he's at MMNPDC, so you can keep up with those there. Yeah, indeed. And um, if you want to follow me on my uh, 
personal Twitter page is at Adam underscore Lee's fan. We do have a Facebook page, um, which is in the description below. Click on it, ask for permission to join, and I will add you. Um, we also recently did an interview uh, on uh, Emerald Echo, Green Leather podcast, on iTunes, Podbean, and on YouTube, now that episode, um, with Daryl Banks, the co-creator of, of uh, Kyle Rayner. And mm. we're just starting to go through the Kyle Rayner one on that, on that podcast. So if you want to hear me and Donnie interview Daryl Banks, check it out. Really proud of that one. Uh, and they started an offshoot, uh, an addendum to this podcast. <laughs> uh, it's going to be um, uh, Back to the Batcave, uh, revisiting Batman the Animated Series yes. with uh, Josh. Uh, he and I, we're going to go through it. We're, we're watching it in a special order, which we'll explain when you watch that episode. You'll see uh, the order we're watching it. Stephen and I are going to do one for... Uh, Superman, uh, the animated series as well. Which and, will be in order of how it is on the disc. <laughs> yeah, there is no... But they're in order anyway, yeah, yeah, yeah. they're in order. And then, and then uh, Stephen, myself, Josh, and uh, Donnie, as long as the schedule allows. I don't think Donnie knows about this, but surprise, Donnie! <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to all get together eventually and do the Justice League animated series, so... Sounds Those good. are all in various you know, stages of planning. So lots of stuff. Yeah, You can come talk to us about all of it. And uh, You are not doing Battle Beyond without me, sir, as well, because I love that show. Oh, no, no. <laughs> yeah, that's, yeah, that's, 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 I dibs that's, on Battle Beyond. But, but we're, way, we're way ahead of yeah, Beyond. Yeah, yeah. We're, like, we're not yeah, even there yeah, yet. Yeah. We're, way, we're way behind Beyond. We're not there yet. Uh, but, but we'll be on the next set of DC films by the time we get to Batman Beyond. Yeah, we will uh, be, yeah. Um, and there will probably be even more white in my beard by that point. But um, <laughs> Hey, I'm going grey. <laughs> I'll probably be the age of Bruce Wayne and Batman Beyond by the time we get to Batman Beyond. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so contact us there. We hope you enjoyed this news episode and our breakdown of our, our thoughts on all of it. We're excited. It's a great time to be a DC fan. Can't complain. comics, film, and television. So enjoy it all. Embrace it all. And remember, DC Comics, film, and television are forever. From the first adaptation to the last. So long, everybody. So long.